0: Welcome to a brand new episode of Nerd Empire Wrestling. I'm your host, Jose Jimenez, and I'm here with my co-host, my man, Don Juan. On ¿Dónde estás? What's good, eh? Chilling, man. How are you, bro? I'm good, my brother. How are you feeling? I'm here, man. Ready to uh, talk some wrestling. Yeah, but we finally made it. Now I can finally say we made it to the take-home show, right? Like the go-home show, excuse me.
1: Yes, that's
0: AEW's
1: go-home show. Right. Uh, what the, When is it? Uh, Saturday, right? The... Uh,
0: Sunday actually. It's funny because they Sunday. Usually they usually do used, it, Saturday. They it
1: Saturday. yeah. Right. Okay.
0: Yeah. So they they go, switched they it up
1: Sunday. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Why do you think they switched it up? Ah, uh, man, that's a good question. I think uh, I think viewers. I think they see that Saturday nights. You know, uh, before we got into the pandemic, people were going out. People were, you know, they had to compete with UFC fights. They had to compete with boxing events. And I think now with everything calmed down, they're starting to see that they're getting a lot more viewers. That order the pay per view most likely on a Sunday, on a Saturday, and they watch it on a Sunday. So I guess now with everything that's going on, they're just they're gonna start doing their stuff on a Sunday now just to get more viewers to uh to log in. What do you think? Yeah, that makes some sense. I think
1: uh I think that big thing is probably them competing with with uh UFC. I think that's not a good good look for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think no. I think that's what it pretty much ultimately came down to. They just want you know you want more, you want more eyes on your product. You know you want more people to tune in. It's irritating for the viewer like me
1: if I wanted to if I want you know if they have a pay per view that Saturday night and you're watching UFC, it's like you gotta kind of right. watch both. So just go on to Sundays. That's free territory, you know. And mm-hmm. then WWE it's real easy to um, see their schedule so they don't have to put a pay-per-view on the same Sunday as them. So. And, they, and they only have very few uh, pay-per-views, so I think right. it's a better move for them.
0: Right. No, you made a good point. I, I think AEW with their limited pay-per-view uh, run, like they don't have a pay-per-view every month, you get me? Yeah. I, I kind of like that a lot more because you can build more storylines and, and get a little bit deeper and more creative with a lot of your, uh, your matches. I think that, that benefits them big time. I like
1: it for those reasons. I like it for the fact that it um, it makes each pay-per-view feel more important. And especially when they get to do those fun, like, dynamite shows where they put it. You know, they make that, like, you know, they may make one dynamite show um, mm-hmm. a, a, a spectacle. Like, they've done right. a few times already. And then, you know, they separate these pay-per-views a lot better. WWE's pay-per-views are very diluted because there's so many of them. So, you don't yeah. get to... You you they're underappreciated because there's so
0: Correct. many of them. Correct. Yeah, it's just it's too much. It's overload. I remember when they had a pay per view. What two pay per views a month? Remember that? That was killing it. Right now, it feels like a
1: lot, and it's just right. one a month. And before it was two, which is which was like exhausting. Unreal. I can imagine what it was for the people setting all that shit up.
0: Oh my God, bro! It's 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 insane, bro. Uh, but I'm the one thing that I'm I'm waiting for though. Uh, is, it, is I want them I want AW to have their own network. I'm I'm pretty sure that's probably what they're gonna move forward to. Uh, yeah. It will be nice for them to get their own network because their pay per views, you know. Again, we got we gotta pay for it. You get me? Like when you have a network, you can get more people to sign on. And once they start building their library, or maybe acquire a library like you like you uh, spoke about, uh, and on the last week's show, I think that'll yeah. be a big move for them.
1: A um, now that you're speaking about that, having a librarian before we get into um mm-hmm. reviewing the night, a um, NWA officially took all their stuff off YouTube. Yes, has there been any word why, or it's just been it just happened erratically and then there's no real reasoning I that we I, know
0: of I know of? I don't, I don't, I don't, right? think, I I don't nothing, know, yeah. Yet
1: is well from what I've seen there's haven't been a real um like answer to that and i i'm curious i am not gonna run right away say that Khan bought it or maybe right. they're in the talks of combine n w a or uh, you know which would be which would which wouldn't be that much of a surprise because they're using a nice portion of their talent at the moment oh yeah uh, or or people who came from there like Ricky Starks and uh, I believe Th- was Thunder Rosa over there. Yes, yeah, Thunder Rosa. Um, um, um Eddie Kingston was over there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, they're playing ball with them. I mean, at least as far as their talent, they've been. I wonder. I just, I'm just curious. I wonder if if that is something that's going on right now. Is even if it's not Khan, is it somebody else? Right, like mm-hmm. that took all. You know that they had to take it all down because
0: it's being purchased. That's a good point man. That's I, honestly like I never really thought about it that way. I mean, thinking about it now like with you bringing up the uh the the subject and then of everything being bought down, I mean, LA Knight was also over there. You get me? So he just got That is there you go. And he went to um NXT so it makes me it makes me think that
1: they they've they've let go at least four to five people right? Um, is
0: I think Serena Deeb too was over there, right? Yes, Serena Deeb was also over there. Uh, a few S- other guys like Mike Parrell, who's also in MLW now. He made his debut uh, this past week. So it's, it's you know, a lot of, like you said, a lot of talent just dispersed.
1: Yeah, so it makes me wonder. It just makes me wonder if even if it's not Kong, is somebody else in the process of that? Um, but you know my feelings on that, Kong. Yeah. To me, instead of trying to play ball with all these companies, the companies that he could mm-hmm. just just fucking buy, buy them. Yeah. I yeah. mean, who knows? Let's see what happens.
0: Did you hear the other uh news, uh, Isaac, about the about NJPW before we jump on the show? That was a pretty big. I wanted to talk to you about it. No, let inform me. Maybe so, I uh, slip my memory.
2: So
0: Coda is the double champ, right? He uh, successfully defended his title last night uh, and was victorious. Uh, he's going to defend, if I'm correct, the Intercontinental, IWGP Intercontinental title one more time, and they're going to merge it with the world title. And now the U.S. title is going to become the new Intercontinental title. So it's going to be their secondary title. Correct.
1: And um, who's holding that right now? Is it still Moxley? still Moxley. Moxley? Yeah, it's still Moxley. He's gonna drop that to Kenzo.
0: How do you feel though? How you feel about that? How do you feel about them merging the IWGP Intercontinental Title with the World Title, and making one belt? I, I guess it's a good. I guess
1: it's a good look. It's weird because that's a company that is just a company. It's just itself.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, it's not
1: like WWE where they have split brands and there's you know NXT has belts and. Raw has belts, or SmackDown has belts, and you would think that those companies would be in the, in the process of uh, merging belts and trying to limit the amount of belts you see. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that it's New Japan who's doing it. I think it's cool. I think it's cool. I mean, that Intercontinental about has a lot of fucking lineage. So, I mean, yeah. does that lineage go over to the world titles lineage? Is it still, I mean, it's still probably right. remembered, right? right?
0: I'm I'm hoping so. Like, I'm going to be honest. I'm one of the few that don't like it. I think I'm going to be honest because the, the main point that you just made, that lineage is important. You get me? Like, now if you merge it, are you going to disperse the lineage or are you just going to count just the world title lineage? Because you're talking about some of the greatest – you know, champions of our era holding that intercontinental title, and now you're going to just dis- make it disappear. I don't. I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, I guess they figure it. The, you
1: know, the, the the lineage or the records will still be held somehow, somewhere. You know, but yeah, I, I, it's weird because I was thinking that they were putting a lot of emphasis on this United States championship. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then the last to me, or it feels like maybe I'm a little off, but it feels like the last few world champions had the IC belt too at the same time. Like, right. 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 That's correct. Like Naito had it. He had both. Right. So, so it just feels like, like, I guess this
0: was in the process already. Yeah, it was in the works. And I, I think with the popularity of the U S belt. Right. And I think now that they're trying to crack into the U S audience, right. With their TV show now with their show in the u.s i think for them business-wise it makes sense you get me because to that can be the main belt for the show in the u.s and then they can have a main belt in japan you get me so it kind of like you said you made a great point just like the two brands right multiple belts i think what they're trying to go into and you know quote me if i'm wrong the u.s show their award title is going to be the red u.s title right and then the one that moxley has and then the njpw title is going to be the one that uh Coda has, which they're gonna merge both belts and just have that one belt and then have the lightweight mm-hmm. of course.
1: You're saying an an American show? What
0: what show that what were you talking about? Am I lost? No, so they're they've been they've been coming to the to the United States, like you know, having the and, 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 and the, doing live shows. Right. So I'm I'm thinking that they might start a US show because they have their dojo in California. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. So do you think that at some
1: point it's possible i mean i'm asking you but mm-hmm. don't be uh what's the word i'm looking for try not to be biased because i know you're a <laughs> big new japan fan right, and so right, am i right 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 but with the question i'm asking mm-hmm. so do you think there's a possibility of of them and apologize guys we were taking a little long to get into the review but i'm sure some of you guys are interested in this right so do you think there's a possibility of new japan ever having a show on TV like Dynamite and SmackDown? You think that's a possibility? Because they have American commentators like uh, Kevin Kelly, right? Right.
0: Kevin Kelly's still there. Um, And I know they. Rocky Romero sometimes fills in, right? He does some of the broadcasting for the United States. They also had, um, what you would call it, doing it too. But now he's with Kenny and Impact, um, you know, it's gonna honestly. I'm saying um, Don Callis. Yeah, Don I remember Calis. Don
1: Callis was there. Right. Um. Ross was there. Right. And if they're making cool with Khan, I mean, I don't know. It just seems like at some point, is it a possibility?
0: Could it work? I'm gonna say this before I, before I before I because I want to hear what you think also. But i um, just to answer the question, Isaac. I'm gonna be honest. Like I'm gonna say we won't see a show, but we'll see a merger between AEW. I mean, a partnership between AEW and New Japan. Well, like the way we saw with uh, Impact a few years ago when Jarrett uh, signed that deal with them and they were getting, we were getting Okada, we were getting Naito when they were very young and they were young dragons, right? I think we're yeah. going to start getting a little bit of that wave where we're going to get a lot of their young dragons, a lot of their you know, mid-card stars come over to uh, AEW and show what they can do and maybe some of their big stars later on. But I don't think they're going to have their own show, but I could be wrong. But what do you think? I don't know, man. I mean, a
1: big part of American wrestling, especially on cable, on TV, is promos. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, besides Jay White and uh, I forgot the other kid's name with the dreads. Oh,
0: Juice Robinson?
1: Right, you know, um, just off the top of my head. No, right. American people I could think, right. think of. But there's only, but some, the, you know, the, a lot of those guys... Don't know English, so I don't know if it it would ever work. Uh, I know work rate. Watching them in the ring, oh yeah, I think could gain some attention because I don't think the average UFC fan. You know, I'm not saying that. Not let me not say that the average, but I do think there's a, a nice portion of people that don't even know how how competitive and aggressive. New Japan is. Mm-hmm. I don't even think they know how that even exists. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if, and if people who, who you know, probably criticize wrestling, mm-hmm. if they were to see New Japan, I think they would have a little bit of a different perception on wrestling. So I know work rate, I really think it would work if someone was flipping the channels and landed on that and said, oh shit, these guys are kicking each other's ass right, for real. Because right. it looks like that a lot of times in New Japan. Not saying that they're not trying to, um, not not saying that they're trying to hurt the next man, but they they do have a style that strong style where they just go at it. So mm-hmm. I know work rate it would work. I just don't think it it would connect on a on a on a, on a different level, the level that they would need it to.
0: No, right. It's that's a good. And point. if they were
1: performing in front of those um those crowds, you know those crowds are not like an American crowd. No, they're not. You know, the way they respect and and, uh, enjoy wrestling is that they're quiet and they observe and they kind of grow with the match. And then you could kind of hear some oohs and ahs, but it's never it's never to the to the the way American fans are or even like the UK fans, I think, who are unmatched. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. So that, too, I think would hinder them if they were to be on TV recording in front of um, a Japan audience it would look like the buildings board yeah 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 you know what yeah. i mean if 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 you're not me you or the or uh, um a smart fan then we know that we know that's how the japan audience is but the average person watching tv wouldn't i don't think would
0: understand that no i think it will go over their heads you know i mean it, it's it's funny cuz you know you think of the american wrestlers like like you said Osprey juice you know um you also got fit Finley's son over there uh, you know you think of the gorillas of destinies these are guys that yeah they, they probably can hold their own on a mic and they can probably hold you know understand the american crowd but a lot of the japanese they you see like when they come over like for example shinsuke nakamura he's all he's one person i always use to 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 you know kind of make your not your diehard wrestling fans understand uh but people that just started watching and they see in JPW and they're like, these guys, they can transition well to WWE. And it's just like, all right, you got to step back and you got to see the dynamic. Like you, like, just like you said, you know, promos, uh, building, uh, building a, a match, a story, you know, in the ring, their ability is, it's unbelievable, but can they transition mm-hmm. and come over? You know, and I always mentioned Ricochet. Ricochet was the hottest thing since sliced bread before he came to, uh, to NXT, he makes the jump to the main roster. He's getting destroyed on the mic every night. And now he's on main event. You get me? So it's like, you got to be able to be a five-tool guy. You got to be able to hold your own, not only in the ring, but with the microphone.
1: Yeah, and I think when, what you said about Shinsuke, I think that it was, it was. Uh, I think when Hunter, or however that works, I'll just say Hunter, because mm-hmm. he went to NXT first. I think when they when they saw that out, and they thought about that, and they they had visions of that working, and you know, because in order to to pursue anything, they have to have had ideas of that it would work. I think that they thought Shinsuke transcends American TV. I thought they thought, yeah, you know, this guy is so captivating that even if his English is choppy,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, which is his English is much better than I'm pretty sure uh, a lot of guys in New Japan is that we know of because Correct. they don't really they they they're not you know for all I know um you know for all I know these guys they talk similar to Shinsuke but they just don't do it because they're in their mode out mm-hmm. there but um maybe yeah maybe that's what it was with Shinsuke they figured man this this character is like larger than life this is like Michael Jackson or right. or Prince right. or or you know he's just so big that uh, I think that's that's why it worked with him, but I don't think it it would work, and I think that's they're finding that out, and I think they're gonna find that out with um, oh my god, we talked about we talk about his pants all the time. his, his name T- Kushida? uh yeah Kushida. <laughs> I think they'll see with people like that that it's it's Shinsuke is just like a special breed, right, and I I don't think there's anyone over there that can even nowhere near even bushi. like when he was in the tournament in the Cruiserweight tournament we enjoyed him but I don't think his character felt like anything like Shinsuke there's no one no no do you think there's someone over there I don't think there's Uh, anyone over there that could like a Japanese uh wrestler right now like uh and New Japan that could come over and despite him having rough English
0: still get over yeah I think one wrestler I know he's he <laughs> gonna say Okada? no, Naito. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, think yeah. The reason I say because he, 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 yeah, he has
1: he, because yeah, because he has charisma not to cut you off, right? He has charisma that uh surpasses.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, uh, sorry if you heard the car. Oh, no, nah, you're good, brother. Uh, Bronx life, we, but, yeah, yeah.
0: We, we're in the, the tri state area, bro. <laughs>
1: but yeah, I think, the, all right, you nailed that. Good one.
0: Yeah, that, I mean... I would agree with you 100,000%. You know, I was going to say, like, you know, respectfully, like, I disagree with you. I think that's the only guy. And I know people oh, people that probably know me, Isaac, probably, you know, like like yourself, you know, I'm a big Okada guy. So I know that you mentioned Okada right there off the jump. And the reason I... No, but Okada, I don't think would... Ne- cool. Neither would... Would kill him Correct. I, I agree. I mean, the, the thing is with Naito, right? It's it's funny because you know I'm I'm loving that we're having this conversation because these are things that I you know usually we think about it and we don't get to talk about it and it's great. Right. Um, Naito doesn't even talk much in New Japan to his Japan to the Japanese crowd. You get me? No, he does. Very rarely does he get on the mic. I mean, I just think his charisma and the way he handles himself in the ring and the faction that he has created and has carried has made him uh, transcend him as a star. You know his wrestling ability speaks for itself. His look is amazing. You know the way he moves in the ring, the way he sells a match. Like he's he's a lot like Jake the Snake Roberts. You know he doesn't have to say much, but you're interested because he he intrigues you by the way he can he handles himself and the way he works in the ring. You know. Yeah, he's he's like um, he's he's so cool. That I
1: think it can work. I think he, it could translate to everyone. I don't think, uh, like you said, being that he doesn't talk much. I don't think it would be. I don't. Th- I think he could play it off in a way where it, that's a part of his character even more in America. Mm-hmm. And I think that he, a lot of people would uh, gravitate towards it, believe it or not. So mm-hmm. I agree with you
0: a thousand percent. No, no, no. I, and you know, it's it's funny because you, you, good answer. It's hard. It's 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 hard to pick a guy. You get me because how many. We've seen we've seen this story a lot of times, Isaac, like uh, all these Japan stars come over. They're big in Japan. They come to the United States and they flop. They just don't. They just can't. They can't, you know, make the adjustment
1: or they don't know how to make the adjustment for them. They don't know
0: how to put them in situations. Yes. Yes. And you mentioned that in in the last in in the few episodes ago, you're like they don't put them in a position to be successful. They just, no, because Oscar you know. had
1: it for a while. Not that she came from New Japan uh per se, mm-hmm. but she came from that that region. That that uh, right. she came from Stardom. Kind of same, right. right? Yeah. So you saw that initially, the way they had her set up and the way they did everything, they did everything right for a while, right. right? Right. And so she hit that. I think that wall called Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, it you know, and then Vince got. Oh, um, I like you know. But anyway, let's not. I don't want to go on a tangent about that. But yeah, good point.
0: No, no, it was it was, it was good stuff. You know, uh, I you know, like I said, you guys can let us know what you guys think on uh Nerd Empire Wrestling page. Let me and Isaac know what you guys feel about that, and um, we can have a a good conversation regarding that. But um, just to get into the AEW show, uh, it's it's kind of cool that they started the uh, they opened up the actual card with the uh, mixed tag match. Shaq, J. Cargill versus uh, Cody and Red Velvet. I, 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 I thought that was going to be the main event, honestly. Yeah, surprised the shit out of. Me. word. as soon as I hit, as soon as I saw Cody's music here, I was like, no way, they're going to kick the show off with this. And I was just like, oh wow, they they really are. They they really going to kick the show off with this, and they're going to give us another main event. And I was like, okay, maybe it might be a segment or it might be a, a match at the end, but it's uh. I, you know, overall, I thought it was a pretty good match. I thought it was solid. I thought Cody uh, kept um, Shaq honest in regard with his, he used his speed a lot. I thought most of the match was more kind of gravitated towards Jade and Red Velvet, kind of picking up the action and and, uh, and giving us more of the wrestling side. I think the spot heavy sides went to Cody and Shaq just because of Shaq's limited in-ring ability. But overall, Isaac, okay. for me, I thought, it was a, I thought it was a great match. I think Jade is going to be a super superstar. She has a great look. I think she's a little green, you know, but again, that, that face buster at the end was just nasty and clean. Uh Red Velvet, I I just want her to change her gimmick a little bit. I I also think she's super talented, super excited to watch and athletic. Uh I just want, I would like to see more of these two women later on, one-on-one, without the mixed tag match. But overall, I, uh, I thought it was a great match for what it was. How about you, brother?
1: I thought it was i thought it was a a step in the right direction for for what they were doing i was i was happily surprised with it uh mostly with shaq Mm -hmm. because that could that can always go so bad right Um, i have probably one critique of the whole thing and and i'm still being nice about it because i could probably find a bunch of more oh of course to say about it um but before i get into Mm -hmm. that uh i agree with you what you were saying i think for the for the limited stuff that Shaq can do, I still think they made him look good, and it made me think that when he got out of basketball, um, I really I really wonder, man, if ten years ago or what I don't know the exact amount of years Shaq has been um out of basketball. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure somebody else, somebody out there hearing me, will check it out. But it makes me really think that at some point, man, he really had he had some chops. He could have done this. Mm-hmm. He could have really pulled this off. He, it didn't look bad on him. It really didn't. He looked kind of at home, like in, a, in, a, in a, one of those kind of those people who kind of come and look a little right, natural. Right. He kind of had some res, re, um, res, resemblance of things that Big Show,
2: yeah. Good, you know, Paul point. White,
1: who we'll talk about him mm-hmm. in a little while. He had some some of those things in him. So I, it made me think while I was watching. That's what I was watching and thinking, like. Shit, man, what if what if Shaq would have did this 15 years ago? You know, what if WWE would have really made a real pursue pursued him? Um, But Shaq is a renaissance, man. He does a million things, so mm-hmm. I don't know if he would have been pigeonholed to just a wrestling mm-hmm. schedule. Maybe something more like if AEW was around mm-hmm. back then with a looser schedule and he gets to run around and be a sheriff and do Domino's commercials and then still be... But, but WWE would never let him do all those millions right. of things. It would, have, yeah, they would have capped it. But Jade looked really good. Um, she, yes, she is green. You saw the little green spots in there. But I also think that's like nerves, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of things to play into factor. But I think she's promising. The women's division needs to kind of like run with these girls a little more. These two in particular. I know it's the beginning,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but um, I agree with you too on the red velvet thing. I'm not really sold on the gimmick. It's like, it's a little too gimmicky, but it's not in a sense. It's weird because it's not like she's coming out dressed like a fucking mm-hmm, cape. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, it's not like that, but it's still, it's something, something's, I don't know, something's maybe missing or maybe it's still new and I got to get used to it. Okay. I, I Yeah. So I, I, I mean, it did make me think this. Would Jade had had a better, I think, I think this kind of played out better that it was uh, red velvet instead of brandy. I think brandy would have
0: made jade look w- a little more green. Yes, yes, very. It's funny because that was the question I was going to ask you. I was like, "What? What would you thought if it would have been brandy instead?" You know, I don't. I don't think this would have worked as well as it did the way it did. You mm-hmm. know, uh, you know, brandy being green herself against somebody else who's green. Yes. That it's just no. It would have been too much. It would have been too yeah, much. It would-
1: it would have been too too green in there. It would yeah. have been too green in there. But I was I was cool with this. Uh, Shaq taking the the table shot. I thought that mm-hmm. was good. But the cameraman yeah. Yeah. again caught the fucking tap on Cody's yes. back, and a lot of people online making jokes saying that it was like Shaq saying "get off me," like you're heavy or whatever. Like making jokes about it. But really, that's just a thing to uh for him to tell Cody that yes. he's okay. Yeah. That's just an old wrestling, thing. you can see people do it a lot yeah. of times. Um, I think recently, uh, it, it's it somewhere with uh, I think I think it was the. Oh, hold on, it was the Carmella diving on on Sasha Sasha Banks mm-hmm. recently. On uh, mm-hmm. Sasha Banks, right? And when she jumped on him, she uh, she she chopped and checked Carmella was okay because Carmella kind of mm-hmm. came out crazy or something like that. So you got to see the tap there. So you do get to see it in instances. So I was a little mad about that because I just gave these guys credit the last show on the camera work, and then they did that. So, I I mean, that has to do with Shaq, too, being green to this business, Mm -hmm. I mean, as far as those things, and also having fucking the giant hands that he has. I don't think his hands are humongous. It was hard to... Cody's chest was red after, like,
2: three chest
1: slaps. It was crazy already. Vicious. Vicious chops. Vicious. You think, <laughs> I would have loved to see, I would love to see Walter yes, and Shaq yes.
0: doing that shit. Oh, man, imagine that. I think Shaq, Shaq would have, I think Shaq would feel it oh, yeah, Walter hit him with yeah. that real shit. Yeah. Like, Walter, I always, I, it's funny because I always think of, like, Big Show, Paul White, and Walter, you know, it's like now throwing Shaq in there because, yo, those chops were, like, I heard him. like, I was like, holy shit, yo, Cody must be shitting his pants right now. I was like, yo, he got hit super hard. I was like, yo, you, you literally can hear that with all the crowd going all the crowd noise going on uh ringside. It was insane. Like I was like, yo, this guy it's funny because you it's funny you mentioned that, you know, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, yeah, Shaq's forty eight, right? You know, he, he's like he's a Renaissance man. The guy can do it all. The guy can rap. The guy can play ball, you know, the guy can do he's doing jujitsu right now. He's on his verge of getting the black belt in jujitsu. Like there's nothing that Shaq can't be successful at at whatever he puts his mind to or his heart to. And I was thinking the same thing. I was just like, man, if Shaq would have, when he retired in his mid-30s and said, you know what, let me give you this wrestling thing a crack, I think Shaq would have been an excellent, excellent in-ring talent.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I think it would have been a good look for him. Even if he didn't do it for 15 years after, right. or 20 years, even if he would he would have had like a five-year run, like or even a shorter mm-hmm. run of the Rousey's, just to have fucked around a little bit. I don't think it I don't think it would have been a negative. I, th- I definitely think it would have been a positive. So I
0: got a question for you. You think this is the last time we see him on AEW TV? No. Me neither. Me
1: neither. I think he had too much mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, and then the whole him not being in the See, so at, at the end of this, he goes into the ambulance, so they play right. it out like this uh the table thing knocked mm-hmm. him out. And then they have him in the ambulance and then uh Shivani goes to I don't know interview Gosh, a portion. That's it's why, that's why it's not there. What are you, you know, interview, the, bro? Like the stretcher, what was he like doing and, and if he really and and if he had really been hurt, if this was if we're, you know, really right. kayfaving it, why is it that you think it was okay <laughs> to,
2: exactly. to talk
1: to, to interview somebody that was just put in an ambulance? Oh, man. That was stupid. So, and then they opened the door, and he was not in it. So, I, what the what, what what is that? I just what, don't know what be? they
0: accomplished by that. Me personally, I would have preferred him just, you know, walked out of walked out on his own, or you know, did something to like the ambulance driver, or whatever. You know, this is like it kind of goes into the pop buck situation that me and you spoke about last week. And it's just like, this is where they have opportunity. And I hate to continue repeating myself like a broken record, you know, and like a, you know, just somebody who's like obnoxious, like one of those obnoxious fans that hate everything. That, that's not what I'm trying to act like or not appreciate this. You know, it's just, you know, if you want to build Shaq up as this monster, which he he is right. And you want to continue the storyline later on, it would have been okay for the ambulance to drive away and, Shaq do an interview later on on the big screen, or or through you know through their YouTube, I mean through the YouTube page, or through um or through Instagram, something you know through social media, and you could have worked out an angle later on where these guys could have met again or whatever. It's just we didn't need that extra part at the end of it. I felt that they successfully gave us what we expected as fans, and they should have left it at that and they should have continued on to the next segment. Yeah, but what does it mean? <laughs> Y'all yeah, agree. I agree with you, but what, who? This is um, Shaq got Undertaker powers I, I, I mean, like, are we are we gonna see him with the Man of Steel suit? I don't know, brother. Like you know, it's it's
1: imagine. Uh, um, well, I don't know. The only person I know that's remotely on the on the weird side there on some weirdo shit is uh, what? Abby, Abby, yeah, Ab- the girl, Ab- right? Whatever her name is. There's no other person. Like that got him disappearing. He's gonna come back with a uh dark order, yeah, man, mask. man. Like
0: what the fuck? If happened? you really want to do something like that, you could have put somebody in the like you know the way they used to do with Taker back in the day, driving the car off, and he's the one driving the vehicle. You know, you could have did that, or you could have did a thousand other things that that could have made this work. But for me, um, I don't know what this means. I don't know if this means that they resurrected him or. You know some Frankenstein shit, or they're gonna do. You know later on we're gonna see a segment of him unconscious somewhere, and they're bringing him back. I don't know. You know, <laughs> what if he's what if he's the
1: last person in that ladder match, and that they signed Shaq Saturday, wow. you know, Sunday.
0: I don't. Know. And he's hall, hall of Fame material, but he's, he's NBA, NBA Hall of, material, of Fame already. But they, you know, Paul said wrestling. I mean, he didn't even say wrestling. He just said Hall of Fame material. I don't. It's confusing, brother. It's confusing because I don't know what to think Jesus. of that. You know? Uh, we'll what see. do you think? You know, seeing all the things. Like, what's the first thing that pops to your head? When he disappeared? I
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I was I confused know. as shit. I was already confused when he was... When Shivani mm-hmm. was outside the truck. It was, it was already like...
0: <laughs> yeah, was I was like... You know?
1: And then... Then the fact that they opened the thing and he's disappeared, like, oh yeah, like, boy, What's Like, there's certain things that I don't, I don't know. Right, I right. really don't know.
0: <laughs> okay, I got right. nothing, nothing cool to say. Speaking nothing of creative. Uh, nothing creative, um, how about the squash match? Uh, squash match that we saw after this with between um uh, Pac, Ray, Phoenix, uh, Death Triangle, without um without Pentagon being there because I know he's nursing an injury. He's coming back. But against uh, the two jobbers, what, John Skyler and D3? These guys got destroyed in a matter of minutes, bro.
1: Yep. I, I like when they do this because a lot of AEW matches will be like fucking mm-hmm. 10 minutes or some shit with somebody that doesn't deserve it. Not that they don't deserve a 10-minute match. Let me change that. But that it's just it, – it, there's no need mm-hmm. for it. You know what I mean? So this was – this is good. This is good. They don't do this enough. I mean, they do it on dark here and there, but it's like AEW has this weird perception that everyone watches dark and everyone watches dynamite and everyone watches being the elite. And that is wrong. Mm -hmm. No one, Mm -hmm. not everyone does that. There's a good portion of people that do watch all three and they can get the whole picture. Mm -hmm. But not everyone's doing that. Every some people are just tuning mm-hmm. into Dynamite, or just you know Dark and Dynamite, and not watching Being the Elite because sometimes a lot of their stories carry out on Being the Elite and it goes to Dynamite. So, yeah, when they do that, it gets me a little aggravated because they don't even talk about. They don't even say like the two guys in the uh-huh. ring that they fought. They don't even mention that they've been on on Dark. There's no there's no type of um advertising for dark like they don't talk about it enough like oh we've seen these two like even to try to make us believe that they're going to give phoenix and um pac uh pack uh, right. competition they don't even play it out that way it's like okay and you know, it's we know what's going to happen but at least say hey these two guys performed on dark a few times and and you know they're they're
2: Bright, right you know right, Jim right.
1: could shoot his his whole great mm-hmm. up and uh, up and coming stars and just milk it a little bit so that, so that the squash could seem a little more better it, they they did it like real wWE style where it's like just jobbers are in the and they're in the ring and then they get beat and they don't really nothing really mm-hmm. builds of it so I don't want them to fall into that because if you have that if you have the advantage of actually having dark and you can actually go back and watch these matches and then get people in tune... With Dark Mm -hmm. getting people interested in it. Like when you when when they start showing Lee Johnson and they start Mm -hmm. showing Aaron Solo, they're just gonna just show them, but they're not gonna like, yo, let's talk about all the matches Lee Johnson lost on Dark. They don't do that to build character, and they need to do that because a lot of their stuff lacks depth. And if they're trying to get a lot of these Mm -hmm. new guys over, tell Mm -hmm. me that. You know. Tell me that. That's all. I'm just saying, just tell, let me know. Show something no, that happened point. on
0: Dark. Oh, this great guy point. fought great this point. guy.
2: Yeah. Right. It's already it's, pre-recorded. It's great
0: point. You know, it's, it's valid. You know, if, if these guys are going to be the future and these are guys that you're looking at as prospects or they could be signed on the developmental deals, you know, like you want to advertise them. Yeah. You know, no one's saying that these guys are going to be, that's that's going to be their name when they when they do make it to uh aw and and do get a, a 10 15 minute match to showcase what they got uh but the one thing that i did also like about this it, it, it had a very wwe saturday night vibe from back in the day where you see your favorite superstars come in they just destroyed this jobber whoever's in the ring like a barry horowitz or a brooklyn blower you know uh i i wish they took a page out of that book yeah. so i agree with you like if the ring announcer comes in boom announces them if they get destroyed, they get destroyed, but at least we leave with the fact of knowing who they are. You know, so if we see them later on, we're like, oh shit, that yeah. shock factor when they do get a big win on somebody. Or we see them later on on, on yeah. uh, AW Dark, which i will be honest, brother. I don't watch. You know, I, I haven't watched, I don't think I don't think I haven't watched one episode of AW Dark. But um you you wanna you wanna have more eyes on your talent, you wanna have more eyes on your brand. This is a way of going about it, you know, because any of these guys later on could be a world champion later on, and you want to see the humble beginnings, like we saw with Cena when he came out and challenged uh, Angle that one night, or the One Two Three Kid when he beat uh, Razor Ramon and then became X Pac. You know, it's like these these stories like that. You know, like you you want to know these people's names. Uh, yeah, I watched I watched Dark. I'm not. Um... I don't mm-hmm. watch
1: it religiously, like, you know, if I if I miss it on this and like, right. I catch the next one or whatever, but I do watch it. And yo, there's a lot of backstory to a lot of these guys mm-hmm. that happen on Dark. And I'm telling you, Jose, when you watch mm-hmm. Dynamite, it's not mentioned wow. at all. And it's it it's it's very bad marketing. It's very bad advertising. It's mm-hmm.
2: stupid it's storytelling.
1: Mm-hmm. It really is. It's it's very, mm-hmm. very stupid. I can't stress how dumb it is. Like, if you have this right. that's being recorded,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, then unless it's like something that's getting recorded right after Dynamite and they can't tell the future, obviously. But if it's predetermined shit, you already know who's going to win. I don't know. I just feel like mm-hmm. at some point. Connect those dots for the people so you could bring more eyes to the point. That's it. Just bring bring more eyes to dark. So so people would have been I think people more people will be into Elite Johnson now seeing him pop mm-hmm. up with the Nightmare family and winning matches on Dynamite. You could say, Yo, this guy's been really active and dark and he this is and now he's on a roll and then you could play into that and mm-hmm. show some, some
0: footage. You don't do none of that shit. It's funny that you say that. No sense. You know, because I'm I'm looking at it. I, right now I'm thinking of this as a fan, just just watches AEW Dynamite, right? I'm like, man how cool would it have been for me to know these things? So then I can start putting the puzzle together and be like, Oh, okay. This guy is part of this, or this is how he's building up. And this is how he's moving through the company. And this is the progression and the, you know, this is how he's evolved as a wrestler and as an athlete, you know, but you're right. You're, if, if you didn't tell me this, I would have never known that. honestly, a hundred percent, you know, and it's a disservice. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It, it's, it's, it's a disservice
1: to the to to the whole thing that they're doing, not even just the mm-hmm. individual kid the the young guy or a girl who's mm-hmm. doing what they have to do <laughs>
0: what didn't they have a tag match uh it was a tag match, i think this match yeah
1: no a a, a female tag match uh, this
0: night? no oh, no no, no, it was just a singles okay, match for think the tournament, twenty
1: okay, all right right, right, but still like they. They have a lot of stuff that they just they don't, mm-hmm. they don't talk about, bro. And it makes no sense because when they come out, they make it seem like the, the viewer just knows this right. information. So it doesn't make no sense. So I don't know if it's Khan not telling his announcers what to do and giving mm-hmm. them too much fucking room to be themselves, which I think sometimes mm-hmm. hinders the show. Like, where's the format for the announcers? As people are, Is it that people are scared to tell Jim Ross what to do? That's what makes me think that. Because Jim Ross is like renegade on there. Just not knowing the moves. Sometimes yeah. fucking people's yeah. names up. Lost. Yeah. He's lost he a lot of times. Yeah, he, no. He's like misplaced. Yeah. Go. I love Jim Ross, bro. But I think that type of shit fucks the flow of the show up. If you're doing a brand new show, brand new blood, why would you bring these two old guys there? I know for, for nostalgia... And it's a good look, and it brings back mm-hmm. a certain vibe. But I think after two years of this, maybe three tops, they need to transition to a different announce team for Dynamite if this is going to be their main show. Put Jim Ross back in talent relations where he's the best, probably the as just as good as announcing as he is backstage with that because he was really good with that in the um, right
0: in the mm-hmm. late
1: '90s for WWE. Put him back there and do that. And get Shivani out of there, bro. Let Shivani do what he did with the EMS, even though it was stupid. Let Shivani do the in-ring, the talent, yeah. um, you know, the interviews. Let him be like a, a modern mm-hmm. Mean Gene, mm-hmm. you know. That's fine. That's that's cool. But like, you know, you can keep his there because he knows every fucking move, yes. book, every move in the book. So it's kind of you know, it's mm-hmm. he's very educated in what he's doing. And, and that's another thing I think people are missing out on. Dark. They have a good announced team. It's Taz. Excalibur and then sometimes uh a note was it what is this guy's name? Uh he was a I think he was a boxer. Now he's training with the nightmare family. I forgot who his name. Um but okay. I think he's from the UK okay. or something like that. He has an accent. So so but the announced team is very good right compared to this. It doesn't make sense because yeah. Taz he's so good so on the He's so character. good calling matches, bro. Yeah, and then sometimes they let oh, okay. um, negative one come.
0: Yeah, i
1: um, Brody's son, so it's even hilarious because he's like ripping uh, Excalibur, and you can just tell that it's just like the natural um right. fun that they're all having back there. It's like Taz flows a little better with Excalibur, and then when you hear Jim and Shivani, it's like sometimes it's a little cringe yeah. sometimes.
0: I don't know why I went on this. No, you're good, t- man. It's, it's you know, it's all valid stuff, man. It's all it's all stuff critiquing the product, and, I, and I, I, I'm hoping that they 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 make these decisions you know because jim is getting up there in age man you know tony is also up there in age and i think Alex caliber is a shining star man i think he's somebody that could be really good on that on that uh commentating team for a while and i think taz should be on there more full time but i think they're concentrating on him uh, with the ftw uh let's see what happens with that faction you know if yep, that faction yeah. could go on on his own without taz being there 100 percent of the time i think that'll work um I would like, uh, honestly, I wouldn't mind them, you know, grooming somebody in house and uh, bringing them in as uh, on the commentating team. You know, uh, right now there's nobody I can think of. You know, like I said last week, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. I would not be opposed to seeing a Moro Ranello, but you know. I know you get the nXt vibe from it and everything like that but i I think he's somebody that's yeah. excellent man you know and I think he's just he's looking for somewhere especially with his um you know a lot of the demons that he's fighting with uh, his mental health uh I know sometimes that kind of puts a wrench into things because he might not be there you know ninety percent of the time i mean you know the big percent of the time that they need him to be on air. But, you know, they do need a face because Jim Ross is not going to be around forever. And if this is a company that you're banking on being for the next couple of years, you know, you're going to have to you're going to have to make some decisions that are going to be tough. But there are decisions that are going to need to be made. Uh, and anything can happen, man. Jim, Jim is up to an age. Like I said, he can get sick. And what are you going to do? You know, you need a plan B all the time. All the time. Yeah. But uh, kind of moving along with the show, uh, it's funny because I know this is my favorite part of the show. Uh, the uh, press conference between MJF, the inner circle, uh, going into the match against the Young Bucks. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny. I mean, I, I, I love MJF. I'm a big MJF guy. I mean, I just think the guy's hilarious. Him and Jericho together. It, it, I get a real Kevin Owens, best friends kind of vibe but I just think that MJF is just on another level of like insulting people and, and my work is is going to be probably one of the best when it's all said and done as a heel, because the guy is super believable. He's always in character, no matter when you, when you see him, I was able to see MJF live dozens of times and you can't, whatever you see in the ring, that's who he is in real life. You know? So it's, it was a great segment. I thought it was interesting the way they did it with Barstool Sports Uh they brought in um, what call it? Uh, from back in the day, Eric Bischoff to come on and talk shit to Jericho. Yeah. Um, uh, Comrade Thompson yeah.
1: also was there from the G- yeah. uh, grilling grilling Jay uh right. Jim Ross podcast right. and
0: um. And the Bruce, and the Pritchard, Bruce Pritchard
1: podcast uh, yeah. as well. I, I,
0: so that was cool. Uh, he called them uh. <laughs> MJF turkey tits. He's like, again. Yeah, we talked about turkey tits. He was like, "Why are you always bringing up his name?" We told you not to bring up his name ever again. It it was good, man. I, I thought my favorite line yeah. was uh, when the Bucks came out and they told Jericho that he'll probably be at the performance center jerking the curtain. Like I was like, these guys have no filter, bro. Sometimes
1: I'm cool with that, and sometimes okay. I'm not cool with that because sometimes I feel like you know, I think people expect mm-hmm. that sometimes from them, or not not necessarily that they expect it from them, but it just seems like they harp on okay. um, throwing jabs mm-hmm. at WWE sometimes. Uh, That's fair. But um, this segment was cool. I, I, I did like this segment. It was uh, It's one of those things where you, this could easily be trash mm-hmm. if it was like WWE mm-hmm. or something like that, and uh, they have their moments where it could get kind of um, hokey, but for the most part, since MJF is involved in Jericho and they're really st- stellar yeah. on the mic, so they 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 can mm-hmm. kind of save anything. Um, but yeah, I, I thought this segment—it's like they can't just do a segment. I, I noticed, like, they can't just do anything really without something happening. You know, like afterwards, it's like okay, then the bucks come, and it's like yeah, cool, then it I was going mention that, uh-huh. and then.
0: They're, yeah, and then yeah. it turns into a brawl yeah, it turns right? into a brawl. Tables come and out of it. Uh, your man oh, Brandon my Cutler mm-hmm. comes out of, of nowhere. Like fuck talk Bro. about jabronis. That's the one thing that I hated about this segment. It's like, why do we needed those two spots? We didn't need those. we didn't need a, a swanton bomb off the freaking walkway. We didn't need the uh, macho man elbow drop to the outside. We didn't need no, none of that. No, we didn't need no, absolutely none of it. But but to be honest
1: with you, that have, that would have worked if that was the first thing they came out and did instead of dropping a promo and then fighting. The thing that didn't make sense to me is so your dad gets not punched in the face, but like the way they played it out it was like he got, he got beat down, right? jumped mm-hmm. by these two guys. Right? They <laughs> whooped his ass. Right. They put him in an ambulance. So why would you come out and do a promo first and then fight? If someone beats your dad that bad, the first thing you're going to do is run out and fight. So, And not that I didn't like the promo, because I did like the promo. I thought actually that promo would have fit better prior to him, to Mm -hmm. Papa Buck getting beat up. Because then it would have made me feel more. It would have made me feel a little bit more Mm -hmm. for Papa Buck. It would have made me feel more bad for him because I'd have been like, oh shit, you know. There's some backstory to him. He he uh, built the ring for his sons and all this stuff that that uh Mm -hmm. that Matt was letting off. Uh, so it was just like to me, it was just like misplaced. Like it was just this was it was cool, but it was figured out. It was put together wrong. Uh, and now I know why Matt does most of the talking because Nick, when he came out, he 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 was killing me. I'm like, damn, Nick, Nick gotta practice more backstage or something. Like, cause. Matt be flaming him on the mic, and Nick came out. And he was sounding like a wild dweeb, like, like a super dweeb. And I, and I, and I fucks with the young bucks, but it, every every time Nick, it's Nick, right? The 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 the, the buck with that he's losing the hair. The younger brother, I think, is Nick. The yeah. younger brother. Yeah, he's losing the wild, hair, which right? Is crazy. They don't. No, yeah, it's weird because when you look at them long enough. They don't no, look they like don't. brothers, like they, they do, but they don't.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like they do, but they don't. They have like a, a like they're mm-hmm. totally two mm-hmm. different builds, like. So it's 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 weird, but yeah, um, I I would say that the those spots mm-hmm. were cool, but if they would have just happened like sporadically, like organically, like they came out for it. and then they they had to do it, I thought it was too much setup. Right, right. Setting up a table here. And then Nick got to climb. And then Matt's waiting in the wind. And then it's like the cameraman is by uh, Santana or Ortiz on the table outside the ring mm-hmm. so Matt could run and dive. It's like, like fuck again, the cameraman fucked up. Like, why is he in that position first? But mm-hmm. it makes it look like, mm-hmm. you know, like Matt, Matt played it off like it was going to be like this surprise running elbow. And it was like, no, nah, I kind of knew you were going to do that because where the camera was. And then they were setting I, I don't want to sound like no I'm right picking it apart, but it's just like weird little things they do that do make like they, they have to mm-hmm. sharpen up and tighten up, and they'll they'll be okay. Um, but it, I'm I'm always weird about this on a go home show. Do you get the like the obviously the Bucks are playing mm-hmm. face in this. There's no way that uh, Jericho and MGF is is not being healed for this. The goal, 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 way, you know, to get to the, the, the pay per view, wouldn't it, isn't it usually closed off with the heel getting the upper hand? If, or do you think that MJF and um Jericho are gonna, are think you they think they're gonna
2: going to win time the belts?
1: This made me think they were gonna win the belt because usually you watch the pay per view to see, mm-hmm. okay, or at least the old school mentality was like you're gonna watch to see. Uh, the Young Bucks, you're going to kick these guys' asses for everything they have been doing to them lately, right? Uh Uh-huh. That's the old mentality. And how can you really do that now? Because we just saw, I don't know, it's just like a little weird. So it makes me think, then they got the upper hand on on, um, the inner circle. So it makes me think the inner circle are going to do something to cheat the Bucks off the titles.
0: I I agree. I I think, honestly, going into this segment, I kind of felt the same way. You know, I didn't. I I loved it. It was one of my favorite segments. I thought it was great. You know, kind of listen to you, uh, you know, from, Mm -hmm. from your perspective, I was like, okay, you know, I I see, I I think it would have made a little bit better sense that way. I I agree with that, you know, but it's true. I don't think we needed any inter, you know, interacting between them physically because you want to go into the match with the surprise factor of who's going to win the title. And I think now with this, it's kind of like, all right, you beat up, you beat up on LAX. Uh, And then now it leaves you to think, like, are they going to have a situation where they drop the belts, MJF and Jericho win? They're next in line. Is it going to cause a, you know, just a whole giant bomb to go off between inner circle? It kind of leaves you thinking as a fan because there's, like, there's no way that they're leaving with the tag titles.
1: I hope Proud and Powerful turns their back on the inner circle. And this would be a good reason to do it. I want they got them to go solo. I don't else. think they, they need to be in a
0: faction. Um, God, there's too so good to bad. be in a faction, man. They don't need it. They're being overshadowed by two good other workers. You get me?
1: So, yeah. it just doesn't. It just. It's just weird. And the only person that that would make sense to really roll with right now would be Eddie Kingston because yeah, they already have a sweet. history with him. So, if they wanted to do. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I do like what you said, though. It, it would be cool. It would be cool if they did that. This would be a good way to get the, um proud and powerful out of the inner circle. Yeah.
0: If if right yes,
1: cost yes. them the belts. I mean, how do
0: you think the match is going to play out, though? You think it's going to be proud and powerful causing the titles? You think it's going to be? Uh, you you think it's going to be the good brothers for. causing the box the titles? Because you also got that dynamic. You get me. Mm, that yes that's
1: another that's another good uh good way to put it either way and i have a hard time thinking or believing that the bucks are going to leave yeah i can't i bucks. can't see it happening brother I, I think they're losing them somehow some way i don't know but yeah they're, i think they're gonna lose and i could be totally wrong i mean if they do win then I don't know what was the point of mm-hmm. all of the, the Jericho and MGF thing. I think what you said when when it started, I think they're two of the best Mike, Mike work in that company. So it would be smart to put those yeah. belts on them, so you have a reason. They can mm-hmm. have more of a reason to talk shit because they'll have the belts, and they could create more tur- turmoil within the inner circle. So because you know they they obviously look like they're trying to come up with natural ways to break them up. So right. this would be a decent way right. to do that. It's going to be
0: interesting because I think they have something really good here where they can go any way they want with this storyline. Any way they want, I think they're still going to come out winning. You get me? If the Bucks retain, great, because now you have the dynamic of the Good Brothers. If MJF and Jericho win, you got the dynamic of Proud and Powerful with the Belts. Like, you know, it's any way they any way you put this, they're going to win no matter what, because they have that. There's going to be something good that's going to come out of this no matter what, in my point of view. But kind of keep trucking along. Uh, This was uh, for some people, you know, I, I don't know if you felt this way, but for some people, this was probably one of the best matches on AEW as to this date. You know, a lot of people really enjoyed the 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 way this all came together. It was more like a un uh, it was more like a reunion slash triple tag match between FTR, Tully Blanchard, and Jurassic Express. Uh, I really enjoyed the old NWA US title around Tully's waist. I was like, that thing's in great shape and, and the beautiful belt. And then Dax yeah, and cool. Cash with the uh, OG NWA tag titles. I thought that just looks really, really, you know, nostalgic to what their characters are. And, and uh, you know, I just thought the match overall was really, really good. J.J. Dillon ringside, who still looks great. Uh, I couldn't help it but to laugh every time I saw Marco's stunt, because I know you can't stand him. Like... <laughs> it, 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 it was, yo, let me tell you, overall, I was really entertained by this match. When I first saw it and I saw that Tully was going to be wrestling, I was like, hold on, how is this shit going to work? You know, how they're gonna make this, you know, feasible for me to be to watch and be entertained, but also not cringe at the same time. I thought the spots that Telly had were great where he faked the suicide dive, he did the whole strut. I like Arn coming out, giving him the full horseman look. Like that really that really made me smile because I was a big, big full horseman fan back in the day. And I just seeing him come out and throw up that four. You know, like, as a fan, like, how can you not smile? How can you not get nostalgic over that? But um, overall, great match for, you know, my in my opinion. I, 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 it was a no-brainer for me to FTR to win because I think they're also the second or third hottest tag team in the company. They're also due for another uh, rematch to get the tag, t- tag titles back. And, again, people love Jurassic Express. I mean, you know it is what it is i mean i don't get me wrong i think they're cool but am i crazy about them no not really you know i, I think eventually luchasaurus is going to be a solo superstar so is um so is a uh, uh, jungle boy i think he also has it where he can break off on his own and, and be very successful the only one that needs this faction is uh <laughs> is uh what you call it it's just, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, though. I just, you know, I'm not sold on his character. I just feel like he's just, he had one good outing at all in and all of a sudden he just blew up out of nowhere. I don't see any great in-ring ability. I don't see anything that just attracts me to the character. You know, this is not bashing him. We're, like, we're not trying to bash him. This is just our opinion. And it was good seeing Sean Spears back. I know you're going to bash him. I'm bashing him. Uh, I know you're definitely going to bash him, but uh, Sean <laughs> bash, Spears man, is back. I, I was excited to see that because I was like, "Where the hell has he been?" Ever since that he took that beating uh, to Cody, we haven't seen him ever since. But it's good that they're getting those guys back together, and Tully's going to be the forefront of that. And we might see a no, or we might see another reunion of the new Four Horsemen. Maybe I'm just throwing that out there. But um, how did you feel, brother?
1: So, um, just real quick before I forget, Spears has been active. He hasn't been active like in a month or so, uh, because he 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 had this whole. Oh, see, Eddie, that's I didn't watch so I'm glad you told me
0: about this. Yeah, he was. He's been active.
1: Right, he had he had he had like this. Uh, um, Tully would throw him like this laced glove, mm-hmm. you know, very old school wrestling shit. Like the glove oh. had like a metal palm or something, and he was using that to get over a little bit. And then something happened where he drops. He does a promo saying that. AW dropped the ball on him and blah, 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 blah. And then he disappeared. And then this is him making his return. So that's why they, you know... Um, so he has wow. been sort of active. And that's, again... I did not know that. My point of what I was saying earlier. And you're not even at fault for that. You're not even at fault mm-hmm. for that. Why is that your fault? That's not your fault. That's their fault. The reason right, you right. don't know that is their fault. Solely their fault. Because they don't fucking advertise what the fuck the right, guy right. the work he's been putting in there so that's kind of discrediting what this individual has been doing there and it discredits what the whole point of that show what's the point of that show if you're not going to carry out the mat like the storylines from there but you guys are carrying mm-hmm. out storylines from being the elite from a comedy youtube channel you guys are trying to connect those dots but you're not mm-hmm. connecting the, the, the AEW dark dots so when Spears comes, it makes it, it does make it seem like he mm-hmm. hasn't been around for four, five, six months. He's been here like <laughs> through the whole pandemic. Right. He was somewhat active, not oh, super active, but no he's clue. been around. Um, but this match, this match was cool. Mm-hmm. It, it it is what it was. Um, I think you you pretty much touched on everything. Uh, Charlie looked pretty good. I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was weird to see Dylan there doing the whole giving the shoe and that old school shit that was cool um but yo my my thing i don't have nothing against Marco Stunt as a human being at all like he actually looks pretty likable and then when he was on dark um in uh what is what is um the waiting the room yeah. baker show called again the waiting room uh he he did like um he did like a performance there with like a fucking okay. wooden guitar or whatever, and he was singing. And bro, really? this, he sings like an angel. <laughs> he he was like Justin Bieber no bullshit. Look it up. He was right, right. very good. Not my type of music, but I this know I down. know enough to say, right. oh, shit, this kid, right, this kid gets yeah, this kid can sing his ass off. What the fuck is he doing here? Why is he here? Uh, like, yo, bro, I'm not even, like, bullshitting you. Look it up. The people who don't know what I'm talking about, Marco Stunt, uh, The Waiting Room. He does a performance, a little thing, and, yo, it was pretty fucking good. You know? And he, and he has, like, a wacky character, and I think he could get over in the music business. I, and the wrestling business... I don't know. I, I, maybe as the mascot, I was cool with him coming out, being the mascot. Not really, but I was accepting it. But the fact that he's, like, participating in matches and giving mm-hmm. Tully, like, the first the match opens up and he Tully right. hits him with a couple of high knees in the corner or whatever, and then he runs out the corner and yeah. he, he just doesn't sell it at all. And it's like, yo, bro, not even on some wrestling shit, he's not going to sell it. But, like, in real life,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm only about 5'7 or so. <laughs> I will slap a fire out of Marco's Stunt, bro, mm-hmm. and he will sell it. So don't tell me that this grown man, Telly, you guys are in the ring trying to give off mm-hmm. or, or give us a show to make it seem like something's happening, and he's giving you high knees into the corner, and you don't sell it. You know, you mm-hmm. discredit the whole entire show when you do that. Every person in there, you just discredit mm-hmm. a shack going through a table. Everyone, bro, you should be getting your ass beat like Mick Foley. Because if Mick Foley was taking bumps like that mm-hmm. at 6'3 or whatever Mick Foley was, two hundred or something pounds, then why is it Marco Stunt five two, seventy two pounds wet? How is he giving people a run for their money? It don't make no sense, bro. And I wouldn't. And if I was one of the guys back there, I wouldn't even say it on a disrespectful shit. I would just keep it real. Right. Like I'm not taking those bumps for him. I'm not. He has to take the bumps for us. And then he'll get over more as a baby face. Because people mm-hmm. will say, yo, this Marco Stunt got a lot of heart. He he, he. he would be like a, a new McFoley type of style. Mm-hmm. Um, again, not to go on a rant with Stunt. But I'm just making logical sense in how to properly use this kid. I didn't see Hornswoggle giving uh, um, mm-hmm. Triple H a run for his money. It would have never happened. So why was he in a match with Jake Hager not too long ago giving Jake Hager a problem? <laughs> he's not fucking Bray Mysterio.
0: <laughs> no, nah, fair. Fairly said. Rey Mysterio right. is
1: the... He's the exception. He's the exception. He had the yeah. Halloween Havoc classic with Eddie Guerrero. Marco Stunt hasn't done shit for me to believe that he could give Jake Hager a UFC legitimate or star. for his money. Um, right. You know, not, not, a, yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't make no sense, bro. It doesn't make no sense. So, boom, that's what I'm gonna say. After, uh, what happens after this? They give uh, Luchasaurus, yeah, they give the, him the, the, the power bit. driver. Uh,
0: yeah, so pretty
1: something happens pretty much. Right? Um,
0: something always happens, uh, happens if I remember. He got the Luchasaurus, I think, got the hot tag. Uh, he hit Hartwood and then really hit him with a German suplex. And then Wheeler spiked him with a DDT to the ground. Jum- I think Jungle Boy kicked out. Uh, then, the, you know, there was a the, the mysterious man dressed as the camera operator, which we found out who that was, right? So the spike power. Oh, driver, right, 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 saw, right. And then Blanchard right, right, went for the pin. Blonde and And that's when Arn came out. He flashed the four fingers to J. J. D. Dylan, and Blanchard. And then that's when they revealed that it was uh, Sean Spears. Boom. Boom. Okay, all right, you got me all synced up now. Um, what
1: well, I, I found was interesting about the Arn Anderson thing, which you were saying too about the Four Horsemen sign that he made. He uh, supposedly oh, he did. filed for that copyright a few months ago for the Four Horsemen copyright. So I wonder
0: if this is something that they're, mm. they're, they're, they're going to try to do. If you introduce. do it, you got to put Cody in it. I'm sorry. But wouldn't the four
1: people be Tully Spears and then FTR. Tony, Tully, before Spears, before
0: FTR. Do you do you think, I think, you they think they need, need a third wrestler? I think, think Tully could be the the, the you know the manager like JJ was back in the day. Okay, so does does Cody opt to not be see, in the? Nightmare this is why Remember how I was telling you last number? week? So I hate all these factions because what ideas like this it, it it throws the wrench into it, right? Like it just makes it fucking stupid. Because, you know, yeah, now we're talking about, oh, well, if he leaves this, and it's just like, we shouldn't have none of that. You get me? It should just be, yo, we're all our separate entities and we build up whatever we build up. And then we separate, we separate, you know, because now you live, you left with a dynamic where it's not, it's not anybody. Like you said, it's not our fault and your fault that this is what they, you know, this is the gimmick that they have in place. Right. So, I mean, I think eventually the smart mm-hmm. move would be having another wrestler. Uh, instead of Tully, but I think they're going to go with Tully, FTR, and Spears as the new Four horseman That's what I think is going to happen.
1: Do you call them Four Horsemen? I know no, I just said think
0: high for the contract. I think they'll come sure up with a a with a, with a, with a unique way of doing it without being called the Four horseman But I think they'll use the four finger logo. I mean, the four finger uh, uh, sign. I think they'll use that.
1: I used to like on Impact, on T- when it was TNA, I used to like... Uh,
0: oh, Fortune. 4- that was with AJ called, Styles. Fortune. What was it? Beer Money Absolutely. was in it, right? Was it them? And, uh, right, yeah, and right, it, right.
1: it was obviously more than four people. It did. But it, but it had that ring to it. Fortune. It was. Know, it, it was It was well played. It, it didn't seem... Cor- it was actually one of the cool facts is that uh, one of the few that Impact did have. Because um, they've, they've they've had cornic factions too, but that was actually a good one. Um, so maybe they'll maybe yeah maybe they'll do something like that. Give them like a a play a, like maybe they have a cool name in mind. I don't know if calling them the Four mm-hmm. Horsemen would be in their benefit because there's so much history behind that name. I don't know, but this was cool because I've been dying to see Spears link up with FTR already because it's so weird. Talib manages mm-hmm. Spears, mm-hmm. manages FTR. Mm-hmm. They never link. It didn't make it didn't make sense. So this is cool that they they finally all like, back together, all together. But then again, yeah. But then again, it's like like you just said. Now they're just right. It's like a, another fucking yeah. faction.
0: It's cool. just we gotta wait and see how this one plays out, right? <laughs> uh, but speaking of playing out, we finally mm-hmm. got to see the way the women's championship uh, number one contender tournament played out. Uh, we we got the final set. Uh Ryo Mizumami won the tournament. She's gonna uh she's gonna go off to fight for the, you know, the AEW women's championship. I thought it was a great point. I thought it was a good way to do it. I didn't not that I didn't want to see Nyla Rose win the tournament, uh, because it would have been the rematch from her losing the title. And I think it would have been cool to play that story where she's like she did whatever she had to do, get back into the tournament, win it to get her title back that she lost. Uh but I, I like this. And the reason I like this is because this is what we've been talking about in the past few episodes is they're bringing us new talent and they're giving us the opportunity to see new talent and get to know these women a little bit better. You know, I, I'm not going to sit here and say I know who Ryo Mizunami is because I don't. This is my first time seeing her. I thought her characters Whoa, you're saying her name. Yeah, no. You're I, saying her name
1: quite uh, well, sir.
0: Ryo Mizunami. What is it? Ryo. Yeah, Ryo. Ryo? Ryo Mizunami. Ryo. Ryo.
1: What's the last name?
0: I watch a lot of anime.
1: Mizunami. I watch Ryo, a lot of Mizunami. anime. I couldn't say that shit for nothing. No, you got <laughs> it. On.
0: But I thought you I thought she was dope, Isaac. I thought she had a a good look. She had a little bit of an Okada kind of look with the with the you know with her outfit. I like the gimmick where she just getting everybody involved and get everybody excited. Um, and she was really really good in the ring, man. She you know, she she not dominated Nyla, but she. She gave Nyla a run for her money, man. She, a lot of the, some of those spots were like, wow, like she, this girl can move.
2: Yeah.
1: And she was charismatic too. She had like some charisma. I was a little surprised with that because uh, she's not packaged, you know, right. like maybe like Rihu uh, is. Right. Right. But, so I, you know, I, I expect for whatever reason, she right. just seemed like she would be more of a badass, but it it worked. And, I do like what you said about showing the new talent. And you know what? This when they do this, I, I do see people online talk shit about saying, you know, that they 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 advertise and they sometimes they display the outside talent mm-hmm. a little better than their actual talent. But to me that don't really bother me because it just reminds me of WCW, man. When we used to see people there that I'm sure Eric right. Bischoff didn't have signed signed, they probably had them as features and Come in and out, and and like you said, it gives us a chance to just see new talent. I didn't know anything about her. I tried watching mm-hmm. some of the tournament on YouTube because I have I have the notifications on, so mm-hmm. it tells me when it was uh, coming on. And I'm not gonna bullshit, and no disrespect to anybody, but I couldn't I couldn't get into it with some of these matches because it felt like okay. I was watching like mm-hmm. like Sailor Moon or something like. Some of the noises that these girls are making were really taking me out of it. It really reminded me of, like, Sailor Moon. And if I did right, an imitation right. right now, I'm pretty right. sure I would offend someone, so I'm not. But, that, the, but this match was pretty cool. Um, I was I was a little shocked, to be honest with you, because it felt like what you were saying. It felt like it was set up for Nyla to, like, she's going to beat this girl. Mm-hmm. It's cool. We got a chance to see some new girl. But Nyla's going to beat her. That and right. boom.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That this happened, so it was a little weird. Um, and I do think if you were gonna pick somebody that wasn't officially signed to yes. go against um Sheeta, why the fuck did Thunder Rosa lose to Nyla? Then Thunder Rosa would have been much oh, better to it. me against Sheeta. Uh,
0: Thunder Rosa faced, did, oh, did they have a match already?
1: To my but knowledge, she didn't no. fight Sheila, she hasn't fought Sheeta yet, right? Thunder. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been a much okay. better match. I, I would have been more excited to say, "Oh shit, Thunder Rosa won the tournament. Mm-hmm. She's gonna fight Shida." Like, I don't know. Right, just right. would have been a little more excited because I know her. You're aware. You know? of her. Like, I'm just being, aware. I'm being biased. They've, that, yeah, they've been, they've been doing a good, a pretty good job with her. Um, so I would have, I would have rather seen Thunder Rosa. But uh, yeah, now I'm surprised. Yo, what did you think about that? The ending of this again because always weird has to happen at the end of every match she comes weird. out they do the, the trophy weird. thing it was weird right it i try to think form. about it this way though Back I, forth, like, I, shit, try, I don't know
0: if this is uh a japanese like um tradition right a culture thing where she shook like, because what you saw yeah, it, like a, when she yeah. shook right she and she hit her she was like come on like i'm waiting for it, let's go like you know and then I guess that's when they started going into it, and yeah. then at the end of it, they both stood in the ring, and like, she held the belt up, and we know what we're gonna uh, expect that revolution. But I, I think it was a culture thing. What are your thoughts? Right.
1: Yeah. I, if I, I see this, this is when W, this is when WWE has strength over AW because I think WWE would have been like, don't. They would have definitely directed how to do this. You come out, shake her hand, or do the mm-hmm. face-to-face, and, and move you on. guys That's wrap it the fuck up. I don't, I was okay with her coming out mm-hmm. and her on the trophy. I was okay with that. I was even okay with her hitting her, because I thought it was going to end with that, or she was going right. to hit her okay. and beat her up, so it kind of felt like Pete Dunn when we first got introduced to him in the tournament. So I was like, okay. Right, right, this bitch, right. she, yo, she's fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? She hit her. But then it was just like, oh, they going back and forth, and then it was like, it got weird. Nah, I apologize nah. I think
2: I called ah, a bitch. it's okay <laughs> right it now. But, um, it
1: this chick, uh, but or girl, woman. It it is what it is. I apologize. No one, oh, no one knows. Probably Everyone probably. knows that I wasn't being malicious. But yeah, I'm curious to now. Mm-hmm. You see, if it if it was Thunderosa, I would have been thinking, man, maybe maybe they're in the process of signing Thunder Rosa. Now that the now it's that it's, uh Rai Ryu, Ryu <laughs> so, I, wait, okay. I her name already. <laughs>
2: it's <Ryu Mizunami. laughs> But now that it's
1: her,
0: it makes it. So it makes me think that
1: she's.
2: I, just I mean, honestly, I,
0: I know this might not be a popular thing amongst people, but I like Heroku Shida. I, I think, yeah. It, it, again, we we can we can talk about this to the cows come home about the mic and everything like that. But I just love her look. I think she has this like street fighter female look where it's cool with the when she comes out with the kendo stick she doesn't even wear wrestling boots she wears like the ninja shoes uh i just think she's awesome like she's she works a little stiff and i like that for a lot of the women competitors because it, it brings a lot more action a lot more you know like just that grit into a match uh i don't think she should lose the title anytime soon i think she should have a nice little run with it and they should build her up they should start getting her better uh, but I would have liked to see Thunder Rosa in the final instead, but I'm not mad at this because I think like we talked about, we get to see different talent. But it's going to be fun. Okay. It's going to be fun because uh, again, like, what if this girl does upset Sheeta and wins the belt? Like, I can't see it, but it, it'll give us something to I talk about. But it, I think but... eventually, you know, you know, she'll be signed. I think right now they're just waiting for the... For a lot of these travel bans to lift, where we can start seeing more of these girls come over from Japan, and they can start building that roster a little bit better, because that's something that we talk about every week. Like we just need more women to come over and take that that mantle and become that 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 you know that mainstay in the women's division. And I think Sheeta right now has a stronghold on that.
1: There, there. Let me say something, bro. And I think you know this, and a lot of people know this. They are way. They yes. are very yes. far behind.
2: Very, in, very, very, very far
1: in women's division. And now, uh, if someone wants to argue the men's division and say that it's better than WWE or vice versa, whatever.
2: Right. I'm not gonna harp well, on that.
1: Right. I'm not gonna dispute dispute it. No. But the women's division, they're very far behind. I mean, this tonight had some um some moments where mm-hmm. they looked promising. You know, with with mm-hmm. this match, and then seeing Jade, uh, so let's
0: yeah. just, let, it's, let's it's just it's going to be good. Let's see how this all plays out at the end, because you know, again, it, it has room for some shock factor, right? But um, going into the qualifying match for the uh, for the Revolution ladder match, whoever gets the number one contender ship to face the TNT champ at the time, whoever it is, uh, we got to see negative what negative ten against uh, Max Caster. Uh, I just can't get down with either one of these guys, brother. I I don't, I'm not a big fan of negative 10. Max, it looks like a rip off of like John Cena. Just, it's just weird. It doesn't, it doesn't work for me. Uh, I know that they're trying to do something new and something different, but I just, I just don't see that character going anywhere. And again, I could be wrong. He just, he reminds me of Byron Saxton in wrestling pants. Like, it's just, I just can't get down with it. You know, uh negative ten, uh it was funny when it said you're if you had the mask off, you wouldn't be anybody. Uh, I think that had a little bit of truth to it. You know, I would have preferred to see somebody different. I would like I would have liked it to be maybe Ray Phoenix against somebody else for that spot in the ladder match because I feel like imagine giving a guy like Ray Phoenix a ladder and all the spots that he already does against his brother. Imagine the excitement that oh. you can have. I just don't see the the reason to have Max Caster in this match unless he's going to do something that I've never seen before, but it's a it, to me I feel like they dropped the ball here. I feel like there was much more talent, other talent that they could have put into this match. They could even put Pac into the match, you know, and they're going to waste that guy in the Battle Royal along with Ray Phoenix. It's humble opinion. I'm sorry, you cut off. I just feel like it was bad you
1: said, you said humble opinion. No, right? I just
0: feel like it was bad booking. That's how you feel in my, your in humble, opinion? humble opinion. I, I, don't, okay, uh, I don't know if you feel the same way, my brother. No, I think that again, this
1: is their fault. Both of these guys been having matches on singles. That's crazy. I would never do that. Right. But they didn't say they didn't but they didn't they didn't say that. They didn't say that. Like I said a little earlier, negative one
0: mm-hmm. comes
1: out with 10, Brody's son. Um, and they've been doing a whole thing the last two two or three weeks on Dark, coming out together. And he's been squashing people on mm-hmm. Dark. Not saying that I'm, I'm not a 10 guy at all. And I actually think it's reverse. I actually okay. think that mask makes him no one. Just like uh, the, other, the other guy, Angels, or whatever mm-hmm. his name is, that's in the Dark Order, who's pretty talented. But he has a mask on. So I don't know who the fuck he is. I don't know what number he is. Um, The 10 thing doesn't work. This is a Young Bucks creation that I think, um, and forgive me, may he rest in peace, Brody, but I think that the Dark Order, should they they should all spin off. You should go back to um, Mm -hmm. um, Uno Mm -hmm. and uh, Stu Grayson as a tag team. Just leave them do their thing. John Silver and uh, Reynolds should try to right, have right, build right. something with Hangman. Um this guy 10 Preston Vance. Lance, whatever his name is, Lance something. I don't even ever yeah. Preston Vance. Yeah. Take that mask off and do your thing. Mm-hmm. Do your thing with the sun. Um Brody's sun. That's Sun. Cool. Let Brody Sun wear right. the mask. That that's kind of cool. And that 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 has like a um you know I hate to use mm-hmm. that word, but it has a, a cool gimmick to it. You know, you like your 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 first of all you mad right, like right, like right the that's that's different you never seen that kid before with a mask mm-hmm. right it's a little weird so i kind of like that um yeah i think yeah again i think this is a, a problem that they don't talk about They <laughs> don't talk about this guy and they act like people been watching doctor last yeah, couple of weeks it's... so it's like oh yeah we're going to see 10 fight and if you if you been watching dark right. the last couple of weeks maybe you were hyped to see this match cuz you would you would have been like Yo Dark, yo he been kicking mm-hmm. ass in Dark. I want to see what he does on Dynamite. But no, you're going to have the same effect that you had for most people are going to have and I'm pretty sure it did have. And I thought the same thing watching it and I and I've been watching Dark, so I'm like this was this this didn't make no sense. And then um I don't know if Caster's partner is injured.
0: You talking about I don't understand Bowen, too, right? Why they
1: are doing single matches with him? Uh, I I know to- Yeah, mm-hmm. I know I know Tony Khan is real high on him. And uh, his father was a famous athlete. I forget who and what he did uh, off the top of the head right now. Um, I, I I think his problem right now, his gimmick problem, it has a lot to. It is very similar to Orange Cassidy's problem. You think uh, or, it's a crowd-based and, uh, gimmick? That's how you feel. Yes, I think. I think caster and um the acclaimed has had the disadvantage of starting this gimmick out with no crowd. They they came mm-hmm. and there's no it there hasn't been a crowd that's since fair they got there. Is, that's fair. So it's kind of like it's kind of like we know mm-hmm. we, right right we know Cross is the shit. But Cross is going to be even a bigger thing oh, when, yeah, when they do that fucking performance in a building with people. So it's like imagine Shinsuke when he first hit NXT but NXT, the performance center, was during the pandemic, it was empty, and he came out with that music. We would have all been like, damn, it's just gonna has dope music and that vibe. Yo, I can't wait to see him when that shit hits with people. It's almost the same thing, you know what I mean? Like, I, that's why I feel like with Orange Cassidy's kind of simmered down a little bit because it's just hard for him to pull that off without, he needs the crowd. He needs that energy of the crowd to kind of build,
0: right, you know, especially in right. he the, the
1: ankles and the, oh, and, you know, you need that part, that participation. So I, I and I and yeah, one hundred percent. I can see Castor's gimmick being, um, you know, uh, thought of uh, as a, a ripoff for John Cena's. One hundred percent. It's a very valid point.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, but I do
1: think he's doing a good job with it. Um, he wasn't really doing this prior to then, so I don't know if that was like a thing or that you know Tony mm-hmm. Khan was talking to him. He kind of did like a Vince McMahon move where he found out that the guy mm-hmm. probably raps and probably said, "Hey, you want to incorporate that?" Or maybe, or maybe he, this is his chance of you know, like we always say, this is the uh, um, excuse me he gets a chance for the people to do their own thing, so who knows if this is his way of this is what he's been wanting to do, but um, I'm kind of high on the acclaim, i think they i think I think they had the disadvantage of no audience, but this match, I agree with you hundred percent it felt misplaced, and I thought that there's a lot of people backstage that I could think of. That could have done this match. Cool. Two people that would have fit better for this. That I that know, I would brother? have been excited to see in the latter match. Oh man, uh, I don't even came off the spot, top of the head. Uh, well, a lot of people okay. are in yeah. things. Yeah.
2: yeah,
1: Will Hobbs.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's mm-hmm. not involved in the hosting Match that's Cage and Starks. So Will Will Hobbs, he had he had a mm-hmm. big upside the last couple of months, and now they simmered mm-hmm. him down. That that don't make he should have been in that latter match. Uh Hobbs and hmm, I can't because, think somebody off the top. Because i I went with I went with Pac and Phoenix. Give me somebody. Either one. Well, I would say then yeah. maybe Pac and, mm-hmm. and Hobbs would have been really good. Cause because Pac I think well I'll I'll go with Pac right. because Pac has been gone with the overseas thing and it would have been kind mm-hmm. of cool to see him in type, some type of singles competition. So I think that would have been great. Yeah, let's go Pac and Hobbs. Yeah. It would, would, would have made way more sense. You know, AEW right now, they're in the false belief that this, you know, the death, the unfortunate death of Brody Lee. um, Man, I, I don't know if they think that this is going to c- continue to carry right, Dark right. Order as a face group and that we're mm-hmm. like – like everyone is so in love with this and they're, they're really trying to run with it. I don't know. If, I just don't know. I, I think that they need
0: to
2: really just subpointer shit. That's, a fair point. Point, That's a fair
0: point because I, I kind of feel like that a little bit too. I just feel like this is just play this course. So I I feel that way. But um, yeah, just break before it up we jump into the... I want to save the, the, the whole Big Show Paul White thing for the end. Let's talk about the tag match going into the main event um, uh, of this week's show with... Um, Adam Page, uh, Hangman Page teaming up with John Silver and Matt Hardy and Mark Queen uh, uh, teaming up also. I'm going to just go ahead and say this was not a good main event, I'll be honest with you. I don't think it should have ended the show. I think we should have got a teaser or of what's to come with uh, Kenny and John Moxley. I think that should have ended the show. Like, I didn't, we didn't, yeah. See, yeah, we didn't where, see anything where was like that at, at? the end. Exactly. I, I get that they're trying to build up this match, and they're also trying to tease of Adam Page becoming maybe one day the leader of the Dark Order. I felt like it was kind of weird the way Silver was hugging him and looking at him. I was just like, all right, like, I see what they're trying to do. I see what they're trying to play in. Uh, the match is probably going to be okay. I don't, I don't think it's going to light the world on fire. But uh, I think Adam Page is the hottest star uh, star on AEW right now. I think he needs to go on to bigger and better matches and stop doing these gimmick matches and uh, hanging around the mid-card. I think he deserves his top spot a lot up there with Kenny and some of those guys because he's, the guy's just, just money, overall money. And I don't want to see a lot of his good years go to waste and some, some of the ideas and some of the matches that he can have go to waste. I just think after this, he should move on and do something else. And Hardy should go on and maybe be a manager and start building up some of this young talent that's under him. That I think that he'll do a, a lot better job of not being a full time guy, but being more like a mentor and a manager to a lot of these people. I think it'll be good to see uh, to see him do that. But uh, overall, I, I, it, it was a cool. It was a cool way the way they ended it. It, it kind of led into the casino battle royal, so they got to throw that in there. Of some of the guys, they're not doing nothing backstage. They're gonna still be to able to be on the show and, and do what they have to do and show what they got to do. Uh, but I, I would have preferred the main event, which is going to be Kenny and Moxie that have ended the show, not this.
1: No. Page is not in
0: this ladder match? No, because he has a singles match against Jeff. Oh, fuck. I, like I said, I, I don't want to see him waste his time anymore with these matches, Isaac. I want to see him move on. Is a waste. Um that it is a waste. Everything you everything you said, I I'm just gonna
1: roll with that, bro. It was a waste. And I'm I get it. He was paying uh a, yes. uh H two or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they helped they helped at the end. Ah <laughs> those dudes really annoyed the <laughs> shit out of me. And Jack Evans? <laughs> they, Angelico and Jack Evans. They, they, and I'm not saying they not. They don't have some type of talent. Not, it's not your couple team, my brother. Shit out of me, man. Yo, but the, the can can wrestlers retire so. black
0: and green? It looks very DX. It looks, DX's, and it then looks dancing like DX. Into the ring, it just doesn't. It just doesn't make sense. Everfly is a good athlete, but I don't think he he he's gonna light the world on fire. He doesn't have a, a gimmick that's just gonna be like, yo, that guy's cool. I want to do that. I think Angelico's cool. I don't think he needs to wear green and black. I think he needs to be more of a. I think he needs a Demolinko kind of gimmick where he he's a submission slash lucha wrestler, but they know him for his submissions. I think he needs to show off that side of himself. Yes. Who? Um, Angelico. Yeah, he should be like
1: more like. Uh, um, what's yeah, his name? Yeah, be perfect. Showing uh, off his submission, Saber Junior. You know, and
0: change the whole look.
1: They gotta change their, their shit. Your man Jack Evans as got guard, as elbow guard. knee Pads as wrist as <laughs> uh, and he wears goggles. Oh my god. You know his, and then he he his shorts are huge. Yeah, it doesn't they work. Look, they look crazy. Yo, I hate it. Angelico comes up dancing
0: all weird. See that worked in Lucha off, Underground, but it's not gonna work here. Off. And I think it just it's this is this is where I talked about last week. Creative needs to step in bro. and say, Hey, just because you did this elsewhere does not mean it's going to work here. You know, this is where events makes sense. You know, like you, you know, like you know, we about this there, is bro. where events make sense. Where it's just like, yo, you're not going to do that here. This is what you're going to. We hired you for this. Is who you're going to be. That's it. Right. But speaking yeah, of
1: wardrobe,
0: they, they need a wardrobe change. Right. Speaking I mean, a few of wardrobe, wardrobe changes, let's talk wardrobe wardrobe about trans. all white. His shirt that says, no BS, I want to know what that that kind of means and what that's going into. And um, just him overall being there, Isaac, like, I, I was, let me tell you, I was pretty excited, bro. And I was also pretty excited with what he kind of ended the interview with, saying that somebody of Hall of Fame worthiness is going to be signed to AW. And then today, Khan came out and said, this is, number one, the most money he spent on a free agent. In AEW history. Speculations could go over.
1: Uh the, the, the dude that's, dude that's coming or, or Big Show. And Big Show. And,
0: and, and no, and Big Show's okay, appearance, okay. you know, him being there, <laughs> you know, Big the Show. shirt with the B S on it. And now it's funny, you, what you said kinda came true. He's gonna be named Paul White. Not which I like that. You know, but how did Right. How do you feel about all that? Paul White's a good name.
1: Uh, The shirt. I, yeah, I think I, there's either no more bullshit. No, bullshit, or no right? more big no show. More, that's right. what I right. no was going to say. Like,
0: what does, does it mean no more bullshit, you think, or no more big show? Okay.
1: I think both. I think, I think the mm-hmm. fact that we go in between the two of those is exactly what he wanted, probably for the. I thought this was okay. I thought he didn't show his. I think that he didn't show the last twenty mm-hmm. years of being under Titan Sports promo umbrella. Like he didn't show, he didn't show that mm-hmm. to me. I think he was like a little too lo- loose. I thought he, you know, it was a little, little weird how he did the yeah. Who saw this turn and he did like mm-hmm. this weird like hand gesture. Uh, no, that's nitpicking. what we're here for. We're here but to break that's it down. What
0: we're here, here. for, I'm, you know, give our
1: opinions um, honestly. So it's funny because he's a, he's supposed to be mm-hmm. a big deal or somewhat of a big deal being there, and it is cool. It is cool to have him there because man, that's another name. So when they're trying to get certain things done they have more recognis- recognizable names right. to help get things done, then it's always a plus. It just makes me really wonder because of how he worded it. Is it going to be a, an active guy? Is it going to be somebody that they're going to say, oh, this guy is helping out in the back? And then they said right. potential Hall of Famer, so he's not a Hall of very Famer. Very vague. It's very vague, very vague. and And I think everyone talking about it was exactly what
0: they wanted to do.
2: So, so who do you think it is? Though, that if you right. had to
0: guess, if you had to pick a guy, who would you want it to be?
2: Because that could be uh, anything, anything show. like
0: like me. you said earlier in the show.
1: Because it could be a it, it it could be a partner for him to have on mm-hmm. the new Dark Evolution mm-hmm. show that he's going to be commentating. It could be just it could be another person to help commentate. Um, Mm-hmm. and throw us the fuck off and make everyone upset. Or, like you said, it could be a, a, right. There's a one participant more in that ladder match. A lot of some people think it's RVD, but I think he's he's in the process yeah. of doing something right now with WWE about some DVD or something. No, I don't no, know.
2: I don't, sure. I, I'm not
1: going to... Don't quote me on that, but um, I honestly... That could be a possibility. Oh, I don't know. It, it would have to... In order for him to say that, uh, did I gotta watch it again? I guess, but did did he really make it seem like it he was did. a giant deal? He did. No pun intended. He did. I got my speculation. It's hard to think yeah. too because there's so many wrestlers that live in Florida. So it's hard. It's not like you can They're say all in Florida, right? Like, Who lives in Florida? Like all of them live in Florida. <clears throat> All over right. the place, not even just like, oh, Tampa man. or Orlando, all over the place. Who do you think it is? I think, it's Brock. I think it's Brock. I don't think it's Punk. I think it's Lesnar. I don't think it's Brock.
0: Not nah, you don't think so?
1: Nah, I don't think it's that. But, but
0: yeah. I don't know why. Uh... I... But if anybody's I think like, there's potential with him and Bobby mm, Lashley for big money and Kong can throw big money. It's gonna be him, but again, like you're right. There's the dynamic with Lashley. Is the, you know? It's it could be him. It could be Punk, but I think Punk would be it would be so bigger with a crowd. You get me?
1: The shit is Punk. Yeah, I think Punk would know, or I don't know. You can't even say Punk is one of the few people that you cannot have an assumption right. for. Like assume. That he's thinking something, because even if he knew you was he, even if he knew you were trying off. to think exactly. something that he was thinking, that should have pissed him off. That's just Punk's character. So for you, for us to say, I think Punk would be smart enough to say, "I got to come back." Whenever I want to come he back, He may just be like, "Fuck that! I want to come back because I want to wrestle." And there's a big enough crowd. And he and he he, he was there was pictures of him yeah. training again with um, Stephen Emile mm-hmm. for that show. Uh, I think it's on Showtime. Heels. So some people are speculating that he was also trained because mm-hmm. you know he has some type of wrestling was coming in the near future, and now people are, are connecting the dots with this, thinking that this was it. So I don't, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know, man. It's so vague. I, I really don't know. I honestly think that it's not going to be anybody as monumental as he made it seem. I think it's gonna be somebody. It's gonna be dope, but I don't think it's gonna be as because he's a potential Hall of Famer. There's a lot of fucking bums in the Hall of Fame, not not bums, but you know what I mean. Oh. Like, God bless him. Like, rakishi's in the Hall of Fame, and and
0: it could. You know who else it could be too? He would have said some shit like that for Rocky. It could be Marty. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Not that Marty. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Jannetty? Like, oh. Marty Skrull.
1: You, you talking about Skrull?
0: Nah, but the Hall of Fame thing could be a swerve uh, just he, to he like get us Hall all fucking, you know, going. I mean, at this point, man, we just got to wait and see, bro. Yeah,
1: man, that's what I'm telling you. It's so vague. It man, is. It's hard. It's like he's an asshole for that. This <laughs> I don't know. I can't really pinpoint who he could. Yo, it could be and fucking around. Be someone because, that's going to be backstage. I mean,
0: what I I think is still going to be somebody from the ladder match because they haven't. They they didn't they left that blank, you know. But it,
1: yes, it, that's how um cage debuted mm-hmm. in the ladder match the same way, right? So I hope that. I, I kind of hope that doesn't have anything to do with it. I hope it's like Marty Scrooge. Yeah, because
2: time.
1: I want to see this I'm guy pop up right
2: somewhere.
1: It's probably going to be someone from New Japan on that um, ladder match, bro. That too, man. It's like someone is, from it Impact. could be anybody,
0: I think, at this point, right?
1: I think... All right, let's say it doesn't have nothing to do with what Big Show said. Then I think I would lean towards... Mm-hmm. It not necessarily being someone that they're gonna sign sign. But I think it'll probably be somebody mm-hmm. that they're playing good nice mm-hmm. with with like New Japan or like maybe Impact. You know, I, I don't know who from Impact. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, it could be um Sammy Cowan. It could be anybody. You right? know what I mean? Like
0: that's, that's the cool thing about it.
1: Yeah, so I would lean towards that spot going to somebody from Impact. Or New Japan, but really, out maybe Impact Impact.
2: Anything.
0: Who's it their was, champion uh, over there? I think it's still uh, it Rich Swan still... and Moose
1: Swan. So then, so maybe um, Edwards, Eddie Edwards, or something. Someone yes. that's pop that's popular over there. Chris Bay <clears throat> a champion too, right? So they not Chris. Oh Bay. man,
0: I would say whoever's popular to to over that's there. Right that's right? I don't know. <clears throat> but overall good show yeah. I, I feel like it had a little well, bit of potential to be days. a little bit stronger in regards to building up some of those ma- other big 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 matches like the Kenny match and all that uh, but overall I thought it was a great show I think they tried their best to try to implement mm-hmm. every part of the show not just the big matches um, I enjoyed it how about you?
1: It was not bad. I think I'm, I was a little thrown off. I, I didn't see like a real... um right? yeah,
0: it was see a little Mark weird. I think they just gave me because... Omega, so it's a little weird. No, I just didn't... Not know even a skit. It, it, it wasn't even off. a
1: skit, right? Nothing.
0: Wait. <laughs> I, I think well, it's going Unless they were loud. filming
1: this shit somewhere. I doubt that. I doubt it. I'm just...
0: Right. Right. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Jump it's into NXT. 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 So it's funny because they opened up with a tag match. Uh not a mixed tag match, but a tag match. Uh between Oni Lorkin, Danny Birch, Tommaso Champion, Timothy Thatcher. This was supposed to be MSK spot against these guys, but there was an injury and <clears throat> they had to pretty much improvise. And that's when uh we haven't seen Tommaso in a while. He's growing his hair. I was like, yo, just please go bald because this is not working for you. And then, my right, my favorite part of this also was seeing Thatcher in the back. Oh, nice. Because it looks like Imperium is recruiting, bro. And they're recruiting heavy. And it looks like they're going after Thatcher and <clears throat> some other names, which we'll talk about later. But uh, I'm liking that they're throwing these Easter eggs in there and they're, these guys are showing up. And I think they're looking to revamp and add more members to Imperium. But uh, this match, you know, not nothing crazy, nothing special in my point of view. It kind of just um, – Build up that storyline of what's going to go on with Imperium and Thatcher and the relationship between Thatcher and uh, Champa, just giving Champa something to do and and we don't we, let's see what happens between Birch and Only because we can speculate what's going to be next for those guys as tag champ. But overall, it was a cool match, nothing crazy for me. How about you, Isaac?
1: I thought this was a stupid match to have. Mm-hmm. I mean, how can they really know what Shaq was going to come on, right? But shit, for this to yeah, playing opposite compete. of Shaq and Jade, like if you would, mm-hmm. no, because if you turn the channel over, there's, there's three, there's three pale white dudes in old school wrestling trunks, and then you have your man
2: oh.
1: Champa looking like. Like uh like a like a wild clown. Yeah, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Shoes. Like look crazy with that hair like that. <laughs> so straight George Jefferson. So for this to be playing opposite of that was just a bad move. No any other time, mm-hmm. the wrestling fan and me, like the mm-hmm. legit, not promo, none of that, just watching a good match. That I would have been type like into this because all right. four of these guys together, you would think is gonna be a hard hitting match. So it was just hard to concentrate Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. the Shaq shit
0: going on. That's a good point, man. Because if I'm a viewer, right, and I'm trying to pick between both brands, right, and I see Shaq against Cody and, you know, a a girl like Jade, who's also beautiful and intriguing, and and Velvet, why am I going to watch this? You get me? And I'm just talking about the average fan. I'm just talking about somebody that's just looking for something to watch on Wednesday, right? And they just flip to a channel. why, why, Why should I watch this? What what intrigue value? What like what entertainment value is it giving me? the the the, the die hard wrestling fan would be like, "Yo, this is a good match." Like just like we're saying, like I'm, it's gonna be a hard hitting match. But if you're trying to captivate and get a new audience, AEW is gonna they won on that side. Of course, I mean,
1: they they um. Mm-hmm. That was a real WWE move that AEW did. And that was, like, something that mm-hmm. WWE will build up for a pay-per-view. But they had that shit on a regular Wednesday night. No. They had no chance. It's like Ciampa. And, and it's funny how WWE no came chance. out
0: with a statement saying they got a big announcement next week that's going to change the landscape of wrestling. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. I'll, oh, yeah. I, we're going to talk about that. Think I, that. that.
1: I have a feeling I know what that going is. Going back into we'll get into
0: that. the whole breaking of the disputed era, Roddy comes out calling out Adam Cole. I'm like, the same old shit every single week. I'm like, yo, like... Right, it's just weird, bro. Get your ass out here! And then Finn comes out. out And I feel like Finn is... This is affecting Finn's title run, in my opinion, Isaac. Because he's had some great matches. He's the face of NXT. And he's stuck in between this feud between the Undisputed Era and them. And now they're blaming him for Cole leaving... And I feel like he's just taken away from his character and a lot of the stuff that he's doing in the ring. And then now to also know that there's going to be a title match next week between him and Adam Cole. And this is like, all right, does Finn drop the title now and he move on to other bigger, better things? Or what's going to go down? It's, it's weird because I think all these guys are trying to figure out who they are away from the Undisputed Era. And I think now this is where we're going to see, like, who was truly the star in that group.
1: I'm, I'm I'm just no, a little it's, it's, over. I don't know. I don't want to see any of this shit. It was bad. Sounded, it was Roderick, bad.
0: Is, Roderick, oh, my God. It was bad. It wasn't entertaining. Him on it on was the mic. very it's, weird. It's awful, and it was bro. just, like, the same thing over and over and over. It was very repetitive. <laughs> you know, it's just, like, what? how many, like, do we still have to keep going into this? Like, uh, it's over. It's done. Everybody needs to move on and let this play out the way it's going to play out. I
1: mean, is are they building, I mean, obviously they're building towards a match, but do we know the match that they're building towards, or is just, they're just I still,
0: think, I think they're building promos until they, until they figure something out. out. I don't it's think they like, have a set match of what it's going to look like. Oh, how is this all going to play out? And I think with O'Reilly being hurt, that kind of threw a wrench into things and it kind of, you know, damaged it. And I don't, I don't know where, where they can go from here next, honestly. You know? Right. Yeah. The next part of it was what? I'm the way... <laughs> taking Austin Theory to the, to, to the therapist. <laughs> you know, I was... Just, the whole time, I'm just sitting there nodding my head laughing, but not laughing because I was entertained, laughing because I'm like, this is hard to watch, man. Like, like what are they trying to do here? They're making Austin Theory look like this, like... 30 year old child, pretty much, and Gargano is like his dad, and it's just a weird dynamic here.
1: I don't know, they uh, I guess they're running with for like Stockholm syndrome when the you you fall in love with your cat, the guy who the person who took you, the catchy, right? So, I, Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I guess yeah I guess that's what this is um I was not I was not really a fan of any of this I wasn't and an indie like yeah I, I don't know it was just this was this was weird bro I, I wasn't I'm a little over a yeah. little over seeing chargano like, oh, comedy mode all the
0: time. I just hate seeing guys that were big in the Indies and that have a bright future and that have a great look and something that could be really big for them, get used in this way, because that's the way I see Austin Theory. I'm like, yo, the first time I saw Austin Theory Russell, I was like, this guy has potential to be one of the greats, has a great look, he's young, athletic, I'm just thinking of the matches he can have with a lot of the talent in NXT, and this is what they're doing with him, and this is why I get upset, man, because it's like, you hog all the talent, you bring all the talent, and then you underutilize your talent and just like I texted you a couple of days ago, Isaac, the way I was talking about retribution, right? I was talking about Donovan Dijak to you. I was talking about Ali. I was like, these are guys that can go. These are guys that yeah, yeah, lit yeah. the world on fire. Dijak had one of the best matches of the year last year. Mustafa was an injury away from possibly being the world heavyweight champ. And look. But I do think
1: that this is their way of trying to get people Invested in Austin past just wrestling, I think they want to try to mm-hmm. give him something. I just don't know if this is the something we want, I'm just hoping that this spins into something. You think that the payoff that makes I'm sense? I'm sorry, whether it's him, is the payoff hmm. is yeah, I guess the payoff is him and Gargano, but eventually, you know what I mean? So I just hope when that okay. happens, it's the it's That's, the Austin theory that you want to see. That's it. And I, yeah, I just hope mm-hmm. that this is yeah, what you were saying. That's I'm fair. not crazy about it either. But before this, even though we right. liked what he was doing in the ring, he didn't have much of a character. So I guess this is their mm-hmm. way of introducing. It's just a fucking weird I mean, way to go about it. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Everyone's book is written different. I, I, I'm not going to try to put a ceiling on him yet because I think he's so young that he could yeah, like I mean, come
0: out I, of this, you know, fucking be a world champion. NXT one day. I don't just know. Just overall. But, or, or, or be nothing. I'm going to go ahead and say it now before this just, it wasn't good today. I mean, we had the cool segment between Cameron Grimes and William Regal, where Regal forced him into a match. And I know that, I don't know if this is going to lead to Ted DiBiase one day showing up on NXT with Cameron Grimes and, them having a back and forth or whatever because it looks like what this is the second week that he calls out Ted DiBiase for trying to do something that Ted DiBiase does and fails at it. I don't know if the if the you know the end the end game is going to be Ted DiBiase and Cameron Grimes facing off sometime in the near future.
1: I'm a little. I'm a little concerned with this because I, I I like where it's going. I think people are mm-hmm. going to start right liking Cameron Grimes and I feel like him always losing the money and always doing the things. I think it's like they're they're trying to build to uh, yeah, the mean... gonna go broke and then they're going to try to make comedy out of that. And I'm like, I don't want him to go broke. Why he's in NXT? Like, Unless Vince, yes. you know, because I feel like this is something that could work on the main rock. He's redneck, right. Rich, like Hillbilly essentially, right? Yeah, so I'm a little concerned with that. I don't know if they're if they're gonna flatten the tires on this before it really gets any any speed behind it. So uh it's a little weird. It's a little weird. I don't know what they're doing. And then yeah, they have all the potential, I mean all the yeah, potential in the world to like do some I guess mm-hmm. a skit or two with uh right. I could see that happening. Well, you're right, I don't he want know. Like, this is and a sure. gimmick
0: that is it's just so good and I love Grimes a guy can flat out go he's the guy that you would least expect to be good on the mic but also go and I think they got something good with it. I just don't want them to overuse it and then now you're he's left on an island all alone like what what to do next you know so that, at that point that's 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 a very valid point kind of moving forward because yeah you know you don't want to you don't want to overuse something very good and then have it die out where the fans are just totally not into it anymore. And then it's just like, all right, this shit again. Uh, I don't want to watch this or this is becoming too repetitive at at, at this point, you know? Kind of Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, we they had have another they match, match between now, so Aaliyah, know. the Robert Stone brand against Shotzi. Well, Shotzi was in uh, Amber Moon's corner. Uh, another match that to me was pointless. I'm going to be honest. Like, What's the point of this, you know, where are they going to go with this Robert Stone thing? This guy has been managing nothing but, you know, female talent. Is this going to lead to him getting a big-time female talent and leading her to the, to a world title picture? Or is just Jag the whole time in NXT? I
1: don't know. It's stupid because... He was mm-hmm. actually pretty talented on T on mm-hmm. TNA when they were TNA or Impact, whatever you, you remember, e. I want to remember it. Um, Robbie E was his gimmick at that time. He was doing yeah, he was the kind of yeah. doing like a New Jersey Jer- Jersey Shore kind of gimmick, um, like like Goomba type of shit. But he was doing good at it. He was and he's the guy's in excellent shape. Uh, uh, I don't understand. I don't, I don't no. know what this whole shit is. Uh, those girls are actually getting a little better in the ring. I wasn't mad at them uh, performance-wise, but yeah. just felt like out of nowhere. So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm confused yeah, by like, all the know, all NXT, this, It's this, funny. NXT right. has
0: what? They have two or three managers, right, on the roster. And I feel like they're not doing anything of – anything interesting or anything of relevance with any, any one of them, 100%. No, they just they just call them like you know Well, they don't
1: call them the managers, that's for sure.
2: Yeah.
1: Everybody has like a cool name. Ever since Paul Heyman, you know, they they all have like weird names. I forgot what the with the dude that, that uh oh, runs around with Rust is called. Like if pay attention, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but not their names. They're like they're yeah. giving they're the they're advocate, calling right. them managers, they're calling them different things. You know how like Paul Heyman's called the advocate. Mm-hmm. Right, they're all. Cool. I don't know if that's another thing with Vince, like wrestling, like he that's around. I, I don't know if there's a wo- there's like he put that into the word, like Because if anyone don't know what I'm talking about, there's a list of words that Vince McMahon doesn't want to hear on his mm. shows. So I don't know if manager ended up falling in there on that list, and now they just don't use that word fucking manager for shit. And it's like they just call these dudes yes, all type yes, of things because yes. the duo dreads that were running around with Carmella. On SmackDown, they a they, they had like a right. fancy name yeah. He for doesn't him too he doesn't there. like Boy, a lot of words. The manager. So I I've, I've been peeping. no I've been peeping that. So I, Do I, not I, use. Trying to think that that word fell in Vince's. Wow. Uh, no, butter.
0: fire to not use. <laughs> or are fire. So going into the the women's tag match between yeah. Shayna Baszler, and Nia Jax against. You know, our two girls that we've been kind of advocating for, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Let me let me go ahead and start by saying this should have been the main event. This should have been the main event. This should have closed out the show. We didn't need to see Finn against Roderick Strong for the world title. I feel like this these girls are talented enough to close out the show. I like the way the match ended where they bought out the SmackDown um, referee to kind of call the three count on the on, – well, not three count. Sorry, the chokeout. I'm Dakota Kai, who Dakota Kai wasn't even the legal woman in the ring. And that dealt with a lot of confusion. and caused these girls to lose the tag titles and Shayna and Nia Jax retain. I thought that had a very good swerve thing to it. I felt like the match had a really good pace. Uh, again, Nia had a crazy botch with that gorilla press slam, which that could have got really bad and it could have hurt somebody again. I, it was a good match. It was a good match. Besides the botch, I feel like they, these girls –
1: match. It should have been the main event. I agree with you. And I also feel like I wasn't satisfied with it at the same time. Like, I wanted more. Mm-hmm. You know, and I that's a lot to do with Jax. That has a lot to do with the spot they put him in because it wasn't the main event. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think this should this could have been like for a pay-per-view. I don't know. What, what was the next face for Fastlane? I don't know. if They could have just done it for Fastlane.
0: Yeah, they could have did it for Fastlane. That would have been the ideal place for it.
1: Yeah, but at the end of this, basically, what's that bold dude? Uh,
0: oh, my God. I always forget. I'm missing a SmackDown.
1: Right, he comes out, and they, him and Regal are, like, arguing, right? It's like this whole
0: mm-hmm.
1: thing. I think mm-hmm. that this has to do with the news that Regal said about the, the news next week. Oh
0: really? What, what do you think it's going to
1: be? I think they're going to have a women's ta- NXT women's tag team championship belt. Oh, because they had their first Dusty Cup, right? Mm-hmm. But there's no belts for them, mm-hmm. right? I, I mean, I know that WWE women's tag team belts. I guess at the moment they were they were using it as I guess between all three brands, but maybe mm-hmm. they're like. Nah, they should have their own. There's so many women in NXT and so many women who are just coming up still. Right, right. Uh, would, That's a good point, Isaac. Good point. Would it, right? Wouldn't they eventually just need their own tag titles? Because if you notice, ever since the Dusty Cup, there's been a lot more women tag matches. Mm-hmm. That's true. A lot more women tag teams forming in in a sense. So... I think that's that's something that
0: because isn't WWE coming up with a new YouTube show or something like that? They're going to be on the Peacock network, like you know the NBC. I think they sold the rights to the yeah, yeah. But don't
1: but don't they uh, they're coming up with they're having a new show? I think there's going to be like an NXT four and NXT. Yes, yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. I'm sorry. Yes, they are Mm -hmm.
1: right. Like some Mm -hmm. type of Mm -hmm. it's almost like tough enough, like FCW, like they had back. Yeah, but uh, you're right. You're right. So, yeah, I guess now that they're, they're expanding that brand,
2: mm-hmm.
1: eventually they would, uh, yeah, follow in the footsteps of the main roster and have their own belts. Maybe I think that's what Regal's going to do. That's a valid point. That's a valid point.
0: Yeah, I think that's going see what happened. Hmm. Hmm. You think it'll be a tournament-based thing again, or you think it'll be Raquel and Dakota against somebody else? That is where I can't quite figure out where it would go. Mm-hmm. When
1: I did think about it, uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if you just hand it to those two girls. I don't know if that's the right, right I don't know if that's the right move or put them in a match versus somebody. I don't I don't know who else as far as the tagger like women
0: there who's who's right. who's, who's on fire there. It would it be Moon? Yeah. Moon and um Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. That's only the first two people I could think of. Me too. You know, I mean, nobody else are like you know, on fire or that close knit that you can say that they're worthy of a tag team title match. Yeah, I, hmm. I, but I do think it's something that's gonna expand as far as like the women's
1: division because it, it it I felt like it had to do with that, right? Because that guy came out and it was like SmackDown.
0: It was like weird. Right, right, right. It was it was weird because it was almost like like you said SmackDown on NXT. And it was a, a NXT sanction match, not a SmackDown sanction match. Yeah, see? So maybe that. That'd be, that'd be interesting. I, I, I would like to definitely see how that, you know, how that all plays out, especially how NXT is the third brand now. You know, it's not considered a developmental. It's considered a brand, you know? so
1: Yeah, and it gives it, gives it another chance to see another uh, set of belts or belt or championship matches on you know cuz they get they, they are being moved to Tuesday we'll talk about that later but i want mm-hmm. I, I like nxt like you could put on championship matches on your weekly show you don't have to wait for takeovers no you know you don't we have to definitely do that it just doesn't have to be title changes you know what i'm saying but at least yeah put some interest into your thing kind of you know kind of like what um AEW was doing with the with Cody when he was the um yeah the TNT. Championship. Yeah, right. When he was doing the TNT Championship, or how Cena was doing with the United States Championship, with the week right. weekly challenge, uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you could do that. I don't know why they don't do that more often. I'd love to see that. Even if the, even if they don't, if they if it's just them squashing someone, that works. So yeah, do that for Have the them defend the belt. Yeah, do it for the girls. Give right. get, get them give them another belt to 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 strive for. You they're in they're in a business where it's like very limited titles. Like how much. Mm-hmm can
0: they climb? So yeah, give these, Mm -hmm. give these girls a bow. So I didn't get to watch this, but I heard about it. The, uh, the Swerve interview, I heard he called out Leon Ruff, uh, Leon Ruff. And he says he's going to make Leon Ruff's life miserable. And um, he's not done with him yet. Like what, what kind of transpired there?
1: Uh, Basically like that. He fights for every inch and then Leon Ruff just kind of like, just been handed, handed things, everything. yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I think this is good. I'm, 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 I'm a big um, Swerve fan, so yeah, or supporter. I don't really like using that word, fan, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm a supporter of his. I like what he does. I'm, 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 I'm interested to see where this goes. I think it's unfortunate. Sometimes it reminds me of like, and even when I was younger, I kind of got this vibe, and it was like they do it with factions. It's like the hurt business. Even though I love it, it's like the Nation of It's like when they don't know what to do with um with black wrestlers, they pair they pair them together, mm-hmm. and even in feud mm-hmm. wise, it reminded me of Alman Johnson versus Farouk or you know, stuff like that. I don't know, just like weird. It's like it's like the weird dynamic. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. you know, uh, Swerve is mad at Ruff for for getting chances, which. It's a valid point for them to have a cool feud, but I just think it's mm-hmm. it's just like it's just like weird in a sense because it's like it's empowering to see these um, um, these guys getting chances like everyone else is, and then now they're right. they're they're going head to head. It's like it, I don't know. I don't know if I'm just, read, I'm just... reading too much into it, but. Whatever's gonna get Swerve on TV more, I'm with. And this promo was good. He needs to work on his um, his like, mean voice. I don't know how to say it. Like his his delivery. Just making me believe that he's a little more tougher than he is because he definitely looks the part. He got that down. Hmm. Hopefully, um. Okay. His podcast that he has, I don't know the name of it. I forgot. But
0: Swerve City, I think. Yeah. It
1: uh, I hope that keeps getting better for him because I think that 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 helps him. It helps anyone. No, it does. It helps anyone. You know, just right, right. Being constantly talking and helping him talk to different people and maybe helps his mic skills. So I think the future is very bright for him. I, I want to
0: see because him and him and Ruff are gonna have, I'm sure, fun matches. Yeah, yeah. I just want to know what's next for him, Isaac. That that's it. After this Ruff, I I want to see him get a get a shot at maybe the CW the cruiserweight title. You know, or mid card title. You know, I I want to see him get a shot. I think he deserves it. I mean, there was no better guy in the Indies than than Swerve. He's gonna get that you North know, American.
2: Point. Yeah.
1: Even if it's not yeah. off of, of Gargano, but eventually, um, I can't say he'll ever be world um NXT, like the, the champion champion NXT champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, 'cause if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, Ricochet wasn't, right?
0: Ricochet was the North American champ. No, but you're talking about he wasn't the NXT World champ? champ. No, 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 no. He he went he went straight up after that. He had the tag and right. run so, with Aleister Black, and that's it. Yeah, I could see that happening to Swerve, like maybe getting the North American, and then that's it. I just want to see him get his due because just like I was saying earlier, he's a guy in the Indies that was big, or just as you know, big or bigger than than guys like you know. Um, the, the guys that are main roster right now, the guys like Ricochet, uh, guys like, um, what's his face? Oh, my God. Um, he was, uh, who else they got up there now that they, uh, that they signed? Aleister Black. He was, you know, when you thought about the Indies, you thought about him. And even the the beating that he put on, um, on whatchamacallit and Evolve when he became the Evolve heavyweight champ, when he beat up Matt Riddle. Like, at one point, he was bigger than Matt Riddle. Look how Matt Riddle's career has blossomed. And and become a lot bigger than what we all thought he was going to become when he signed with NXT. You know, there's there's opportunity there, and I like seeing. You know, I want to see more black champions because they they have charisma. They have they paid. You know, a guy like Swerve paid his dues, has done everything that has you know been active of him to do on NXT, and now it's time to give pay him back and give him that rub and let him go on and show what he can do. Because yo, like I said, man, he he's held belts everywhere he's been at MLW, Evolve, CZW, you know, in the deathmatch scene. Like the guy's done everything. Like now, I want to see him be successful here. He's, he's gonna a, he's, not be a mid card guy. It's
1: gonna it's 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 gonna happen. It's gonna be a slow rollout for him, but it'll happen,
0: bro. Yeah, it's it's, it's time, bro. So LA Night. Oh, God. <laughs> I just can't think. That name is just terrible, man. Did you see the graphic on the board with the LA Knight? Is the blue LA and the Knight with the with the white? It just seemed like a sneaker, like you know, like a British Knight logo. It it didn't seem like a wrestling logo. I mean, you can't deny that this guy has some
1: potential. Yeah, not potential. He he is pretty talented on the mic. He he got that. He's good. He got that down pack. Um, the guy can the, the, the guy can't wrestle. I'm not gonna say he's. Tim mm-hmm. Tim Balor or Pete Dunn or somebody, but he could he he can go. He does his thing. Um,
0: yeah, whatever. The name sucks. We know that already. So yeah, he, he called himself the Tom Brady of wrestling. I was like, yo, my man, you need to slow your horses there. Like you're solid on the mic. You're good. We still gotta see how you work in the ring. I mean, I've seen him work before live and everything. The guys, the guy's in great shape. The guys, like you said, great on the mic. I just think his wrestling needs to sharpen up a little bit more. Um, He's in the right place for that. I think, yeah, absolutely. I, I think he'll hold the title very quickly in NXT. I, I got a funny feeling. We'll see. I got a real funny feeling. Um, Brunson Reed is back. Damn, haven't seen Brunson Reed in a while since, uh, since In Your House when he had that great match where he did that splash off the ladder. And hand the, uh, the bam bam big low outfit on. I haven't seen him since then, man. It was good to see Brunson Reed back. Really, he uh, and against Cameron. Grimes. He's been back. I haven't seen him. Yeah, he's been back. I think in a, in a slow, low key thing. Yeah, he's been. I haven't seen him in a yeah, ring. No, though. no, I've no, seen no him they've been like
1: rebuilding him, like two or three matches. Not right. not much, but um, that haircut is weird as shit. Uh, but yeah,
0: he cut the long hair, which is weird. Yeah, I don't. He has like a see. mullet, like a Caesar
1: mullet. It's yeah. weird. Um, I don't know whose idea but was that's that. That's cool. Whatever makes you stand apart. I'm cool. I like. I like
0: right. Reed. What do you like? It's funny because you know right now, Brunson, Reed, Cameron, Grimes, LA Knight. Who gets? Who gets a? Who gets the title first out of all three of those guys? Uh, the NXT title. No, the North American title because I think that's what all three guys are vying for right now. La Knight or I don't know, I don't know. Neither on none, none
1: of them. I can't see. You don't see any of them. Not not beating Gargano. No. Uh, who's the face? Reed's the only face. So maybe Reed, Reed mm-hmm. then. But I don't think Reed is popping enough.
0: Honestly, like, I don't know, man. Like, if the, if this is, this is where the dynamic is weird because Gargano's a, a heel, right? You got two other heels in Grimes and Grimes in LA Knight, and then you got Brunson and Babyface, and all three are vowing for a shot at the NXT uh, North American title. Like, where do you, this is the dynamic is like, where do you go with this, right? And you said, neither one of them. I agree, but I, I think eventually, you know, I just, I, for some reason, Isaac, I just can't help it to think, man, that LA Knight's just going to, he's going to get a lot that's going to be, Coming to him very quickly. I think he's going to be a champ very fast. In the next couple of months, i say. I think a month or two, he'll be a champ. I could see that. I mean, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know.
1: I don't know who will be Gargano. I don't know what they're doing with him yet. It's hard to tell if he's playing face or heel.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it, it's, it's, it's just weird. It's just weird. But uh, another thing that was a little bit weird was the tag match that we were uh, supposed to have. Right, we were supposed to have Brizango against um, I don't even know the name of these two guys that were waiting in the ring. From they look like the young bucks, just a little bit heavier. And Escobar and them and Santos and them came out and ruined that whole thing. They beat, you know they called out Cameron Cameron uh, Cross again. It looks like the feud is still not over between these guys. I I missed some of this, but I did see that part uh, where he's doing the call-out,
1: which is cool because I guess anything is cool to... to I, like I said before, I don't want him... I don't want a ceiling put on him, you know? Because he's... Cause mm-hmm. quote, unquote was a uh, cruiserweight champion. Uh, so him continuing on, continuing on a feud with Cross, I'm all for it because it just shows that he's playing big instead of them running with this... Uh, I mean NXT's the right place, you know. Look at Gargano, and there's people that's winning that are small. So as long as they're, they're running with him for now, I'm cool with that.
0: I think all all three of these guys are going to have gold. Also, I hope so. I think right now, I think right now they're building they're building up Phantasma, all of them, to to be the next undisputed Era, like to take that 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 place that they left, right, that gap there. I think, me personally, I think they add another member, right? I think he ends up, Santos ends up dropping the Cruiserweight title eventually, and I think he starts to move into the world title picture because, like we talked about last week, he's not a a Cruiserweight, naturally. You get me? He's more of a, you know, North American slash NXT championship kind of weight class for him. And I think with, you know, both of these guys by his side, they can have a pretty good faction where they all have the belts and have something similar to what they did with the Undisputed Era. Mm, or like or like or, um, how hurt business is right now. Yeah, kind of like how hurt business is where they all have the belts. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, I'm I'm all for it, bro. I'm all for it. So is carrying a
1: face? I think at this moment he is an anti hero.
0: Because right? He got like that Stone
1: Cold vibe, even though he's not anything like Stone Cold. I'm not saying that. Just saying right right right, no. where I think he's doing badass shit, but people mm-hmm. like it, so it's like he's kind of in the face, you know, he's like playing both sides of the fence. I don't even think they know yet, I don't think that I don't think they have a definitive answer for it because Escobar easily is mark marketed as a as a heel, and he's going against cross, so I guess cross would be playing babyface, but mm-hmm. he doesn't act like a traditional one, so. It it seems like I guess that's why you would ask that question, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Cause I'm like, who's who's what here? Yeah, you know? So I guess he's like that, like
2: hmm.
0: kind of like Austin in a way. Yeah, anti-hero. Mm-hmm. So main event, Roddy Strong puts the jacket back on, comes out, not the undisputed music era, gets a new he gets a new uh, Titantron logo there. He goes back to the Messiah, the Backbreaker, and he faces Finn Balor, and we all know how that kind of worked out for him. Finn ends up retaining the belt. Uh, after the show, uh, Adam Cole comes out. They front each other again. They start going at it back and forth. Cole still wearing undisputed Air Gear. It, it, again, it's it's becoming a little confusing now, man, because all these. It, it just leads me to wonder what's gonna happen, bro. Like, where where does Pete fall in all this to? You know what I'm saying? He he wasn't there tonight. You know, we still talked about Karrion Cross. It's it, they have a mess right now in there. Yeah, guys. with the they, world, the they, world. Uh, this is what I think.
1: The picture is a mess.
0: Yeah, it's it's very messy. You know, we don't. O'Reilly's hurt. We don't know where he's at. You know, it's. I just feel like right now they're just trying to see what sticks. They're trying
1: well they're trying, they, well, they're trying to get some tin and coal for sure. And I guess Roderick maybe had to fill in for O'Reilly, like you said, maybe O'Reilly? he was injured or something. Maybe that thing was true, maybe he did get hurt. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh or maybe they're trying to you know, hold him back so like could bring him out bigger. Make a, big, like, a like a nice like a nice comeback. Right. Uh I don't know. A lot, a lot of this know, is very, man. very, very confusing. I think it, it's not even just the whole Undisputed thing and the whole thing. I think it's just more so their world championship pictures, like the NXT championship, this whole layout. it, it It's hard to pinpoint. And I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, because usually I would say being too predictable is negative. But right now it's like mm-hmm. it's its not predictable or un- It's just... It's like spur. It's like all oh, chaotic. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't follow mm-hmm. it or or want to care about it. Either right. like, I'm not shitting on it, but it's like, since they seem like they don't know what the fuck is going on, I'm like this. Is not even it. takes me out of it. Like, like, shit. Mm-hmm. Do you guys even know what the fuck you're doing back there? Or maybe they just <laughs> they just got thrown a couple of curveballs and, and misfortunes, like with Oladipo <laughs> getting looking like he's getting hurt I hope that's not true I hope it's just that they're holding him back hope it's just a a, good work but you know uh, they need to figure out where they're going with this because I I know me I'm losing interest and if it's I can't it, it can't just be me it has to be a few more people than me
0: no, I felt the same way, man. I was watching NXT, and I was – I'm not going to lie, man. For the first time, I was very disengaged, you know? Like, I was just – it felt like this. I was watching the same exact show from last week, just with a little bit a little bit of scrambled up, you know? Like, I feel like right now they just – they have a lot of talent, but they just don't know where they place placed a lot of these pieces. And that, that hurts them, you know, because I think their main title picture, it's a log gym. You know, because now you're you don't know what to do with Cross, right? You don't know what to do with Phantasma, you don't know what to do with Pete Dunne, and now you added somebody to the mix in O'Reilly and Adam Cole, and you still have Finn as the champ. And it's like you got four or five guys that are validly eligible and unarguably deserving of a world title shot, and now you don't know how to place these things. So you're giving Phantasma and Cross a feud with each other to hold each other yeah. off. Till whatever ends up opening up in the world title picture and who comes out of that feud. And we know that Cross never lost. He just lost the title due to injury. Now you have Pete Dunn lurking with two other guys in a faction that was created by, you know, Pat McAfee, which we saw him a a week ago do a vignette. We don't know what's going on with that. O'Reilly might be hurt uh, along with his tag team partner, Fish. And now you got Roddy just here lingering Getting jobbed out every single week and calling out Adam Cole—it's just weird, bro. You have a literally a giant mess on your hands, and then now you're also moving into Tuesday nights instead of Wednesday,
1: which is—I'm happy with that though. Mm-hmm. That that I think that plays out better for them, um, the viewers. The uh, I think it, it works out better for Dynamite. It works out better for everyone. It really mm-hmm. does because. Now, instead of like splitting up those things at night, those viewers it's just it's gonna be flat out black and white Everyone's gonna tune in Tuesday yeah. to see that, and that number that number mm-hmm. should be good if that's what they care about and then you know Wednesday will be focused on dynamite. I think it just it's just a smarter thing I think and it's it, it's better for their stories because you don't have this uh unfortunate thing sometimes where you're like going to switch over to Dynamite, you're missing out on something on, on there. Vice versa, too, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Also, I think it, ho- it helps with their, their visual thing. Because I think when you're switching back and forth, NXT's layout is just not interesting to look at. And when you look at Dynamite, it's like they're not pigeonhole to like one color like smackdown is blue everywhere raw is red everywhere Mm -hmm. nxt is yellow and black Mm -hmm. everywhere so it looks it's so dull and then when you see dynamite literally they're they look like they 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 knew consciously like yo dynamite we're going to use multiple colors you know it's how they have all those colors splashing Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. greens and purples and i think they do that shit on purpose because they know that WWE just they like they give a brand of color and they run with that brand. And then when you look at NXT, it's like they're in this little clothed off thing, which kind of would be cool in different circumstances, but it's just it's not looking good. So if you're switching channels, one one looks mm-hmm. very boring and stale and and there's like your grandpa's wrestling, like just quiet and stale and just boring in there. And then when you mm-hmm. switch over to dynamite it's a fucking party it's like a spectacle and fireworks and colors and right you know the the tunnels are lighting up they have lights everywhere it just look like a fucking spaceship it looks yeah i think it's, right. i think all that all that plays a factor so i think them switching shows i mean switching days benefits them cuz now you're not switching back and forth and getting that that visual uh, getting thrown off, you know what I mean? Those are like subconscious things mm-hmm. that you you don't even realize your brain is taking in. You know what I mean? Like when you watch it, you don't sure. you don't know that sure. your brain sometimes does that. But that is what's happening to certain people. Mm-hmm. They they're not watching because it just mm-hmm. does, doesn't look fun. But if mm-hmm. it's on Tuesdays and that's the only thing on, then the dynamic of how you look at it changes. Then you're interested because that's what's on, and Tuesdays is usually, I think, a dead day for TV. I don't remember it being anything, so it's kind of a good spot being on Tuesdays. So I don't, I don't know anything that's on Tuesdays, so Me that's either. kind of a good slot. They'll, they'll be asked out if,
0: what the new, the new AEW show I think is going to YouTube, right? It's going to YouTube for now. Yeah, they're not going to put it on live okay. TV. So they're, they're, they're good. NXT's going to. Hopefully their their ratings will go up and and you more fans will
1: get to see what's going on over there. I think Dynamite keeps edging them right with the
0: with the viewership. Yeah, yeah, Dynamite keeps edging them, and I, you know another thing too, Isaac too. You get a good you get a good clear viewership of both shows. Like you can get a good assessment. Yeah. You get me. Like you can really concentrate on both shows and dissect them evenly instead of just like, all right, cool, I'm going to DVR this one and watch this one tonight and tomorrow watch the other one. You know, you can <clears throat> literally Tuesday, boom, NXT, Wednesday, Dynamite, and I can get a clear assessment of what these shows are going to look like and how I'm going to grade them and how we're going to grade them, right, and how we're going to talk about them, you know? So it's it's going to be good for us to to really sit there and give both of these shows an honest assessment and see where this all plays out. And you're right, Tuesday is a good prime spot because there's nobody – like, you know, that they're going to have to compete with on TV. I, think, I feel like, well, Wednesday, you know, <clears throat> it's, it's good for AEW because they're on TNT, and on Thursdays, they got basketball, so they don't have to worry about that. They have that, that time for themselves, and they have that, you know, <clears throat> that show for themselves. They don't have to, you know, split it or do anything unless it's the holidays and there's something big going on. Uh, USA, there's nothing really crazy going on. They're more of a WWE network, if you ask me. Um I think eventually they'll move to the Peacock network which is NBC because they bought out a lot of the rights to the network but um going to be good to get a clear assessment of what both of these brands and what both of these are they, shows uh, are going to look like for the um, next couple of years.
1: still on USA for now. Yes. I, think, I, I don't think that's going to be for now. Time.
0: For now. I, 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 I... No, I think they'll they'll move to to the Peacock Network, which is the new NBC network. I think they'll eventually move there and that'll probably be on Tuesday still, but it'll be on that channel, not on
1: US. I think eventually that's the direction it's going to go in. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. But overall, Isaac, how did you feel about both shows? Which show did Uh, you like more? I
1: I would say uh, Dynamite edged them, just because of the fun factor. You know, the Shaq shit alone.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, not that NXT was terrible, but it yeah. was a lot of... Yeah, I agree. A the few things in there I, I I was a little lost with. So, uh, yeah, NXT, I would say NXT
2: mm-hmm.
1: really needs to get to that Tuesday. So, it'll be better for me to watch.
0: Right, right, right. I agree. I go with AEW. I think they had the better show this weekend, especially was the go-home show for them uh going into uh revolution this week uh i think they had the overall better show this week so i i, I give them the knock because next week i gave nxt the knock uh but this week they had a they came back with a good show that shack dynamic with cody uh was uh was the the game changer for them you know this week and then of course they have their pay-per-view like i mentioned earlier but um overall man great week of wrestling brother you know hopefully let's find out what, what happens this Sunday and um. I know me and you will be back to review yeah. the pay per view that night, so I'm excited for that, brother. Like that's gonna be cool. Like right after the right after the pay per view, me and me and you are gonna jump on and give us uh, give people their thoughts and opinions on what we thought of the pay per view, and um, they'll be able to they'll be able to catch it on. I'm excited on our, for that. on our podcast website and on our show absolutely brother you uh, want to leave any last some, words for the listeners out there my brother on
1: instagram come check me out don't there stars uh, uh underscore in between uh do and the stars uh and that's about it man i'm like, looking forward for sunday
0: absolutely my brother you have a great night you'll be safe i will see you this sunday likewise and i uh, can't wait to get back at it my brother later all right you